0: Whether you're an amateur or professional cook, we can all agree that we'd love to be outdoors. So what if I told you there was a company that could enhance your outdoor cooking experience in any situation? Do I have your attention? Let me introduce to you Camp Chef. For my backyard barbecuers, their pellet smokers combined with its Wi-Fi technology and adjustable smoke levels is a total game changer. Not to mention their signature pellet dump, ash dump, and slide and grill features makes your pellet grill unlike any other. But wait, let's attach the one and only sidekick onto the side of that smoker, powered by a 28,000 BTU burner. And now we can griddle, grill, and even bake a pizza on your very own pizza oven. If you like the camp, guys, Camp Chef's got you covered there, too. They provide a plethora of portable propane grills, griddles, and even portable pellet smokers, y'all. So go to CampChef.com and treat yourself to the highest quality cooking products out there to ensure that you, your family, and friends have the best food you've ever had anytime, anywhere. Camp Chef. y'all. Welcome back to another episode of That Reload Podcast. I'm your host, Joel, owner of Reload Rub and Seasoning. Sitting across from me is Jeremy, the kitchen white log. Mm-hmm. Next to him is our pit master and producer, Mr. Matt Farr. Levels, levels. And last but not least, the sweet and sassy, sometimes salty, Miss Stacy. Hey, guys. We got an excellent episode today, guys. Something completely different, something we haven't done before. We've talked about it. We haven't done it yet. We've been talking a lot of coffee, a lot of uh, different things. Matt, and Jeremy are going to be basically. Yeah, we got the reins on this one. Running this show here because me and Stacey, we are uh, cheap ass coffee folk.
1: We are, but this it's something, and I venture to say a lot of our listeners probably drink coffee. That's something that I wake up and I'm hitting the coffee pot every time. So yeah. it's it's a part of our daily. Yeah. Uh, routine. Routine. Yeah. Routine, and I'm ready to deep dive into it and get a little bit more bougie with it. I
0: know because coffee is. Just as complex as any bourbon, beer, or anything else.
2: Yeah, we were talking about it beforehand. I think the goal for this show is going to be to answer the question: Is it worth it? Is I it like worth that. it yeah. to to adjust your routine and spend that extra time and money and effort on something that might take a little bit longer?
0: I've always been in the camp in as in nah, yeah. <laughs> but,
1: then, but then look at us with like our spirits and like our meats and stuff like that, and our and like cheeses and stuff in our lives. We always like like the finer things, and then we. We drink cheap ass coffee. Yep.
0: Yeah. yeah. So, but before we get into all that, because that's going to be in our next segment, uh, we'll do what we always do. We're going to catch up and first hit things off. Uh, we got everybody in studio today. Two weeks in a row. Two weeks
2: yeah, in a row. Two weeks
1: in a row in studio. And <laughs> that's all right. Jeffrey, Jeffrey's sitting over here to the left. He's hey. in the corner. He's holding one finger up. One number 1. That's right,
2: <laughs> Jeffrey. Hold it up, bro. Probably not the finger you're thinking. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but Matt,
0: dude, so you uh you, Wait, Let's do this first. That's what I'm saying. You went to my yeah, bur- yeah. you went to my bourbon bar and you have Picked out a pour for all of us. A That's mystery
3: right. uh, a Mystery bottle, a blind
2: pour. It's uh, just one. It's something that selfishly I've been wanting to try. I saw it, it was already open, oh, and I was like, "Oh, let's pour a little bit of that and see how it is." So I'm curious if you guys can guess it because. It was in your bar open. You've already had it. Well, obviously. now I'm
1: trying to think of now, what we have open that you've not had. You
2: gave me a hinty hinty right there. Oh, <laughs> Oops.
3: <laughs> I'll hold it up to the microphone so you can smell it at home. That's
2: yeah. right. Here you go, guys. Scratch and sniff your uh, podcast player right now. Yep.
1: So, so on the it. nose, it's very vanilla-y frosting. Ooh. It's good up front, but it kind of has like a... might be because I've been eating like cheese, but...
3: Have I had this one?
2: I have no idea. I don't know what for sure wow. you had while you were up here. <laughs> it it's that. not something you own. I can tell you that.
1: <laughs> it has a good and plenty finish. <laughs> it's
2: kind of got a creamy texture.
0: I know what this is. Do you? Yeah. I know what, what is it? Is. Uh, hang on one second.
3: Have you tasted it or just smelled it?
0: I tasted it. Okay. Yeah, I tasted it already.
3: A little spice to it.
0: This is the Willet. Mm-mm. No,
1: it, I swear nope. I thought the same thing. It's very will it, estimate. but I know so why
3: you think that it has a little spice to it, like a rye. It's spicy, but it, 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 it this is rye. Is this, there's, is,
1: is this a rye? It
3: is a
0: rye. Is, is it the Jack
1: Daniels rye? This
0: is no. No. It's a new riff. It's not, it's not, not Jack Daniels riff. rye because it's not hot enough.
1: It's not hot enough. That's what this we could mean.
0: be. Did we get the we had rare breed rye? The rare breed rye, also wrong. Wow,
1: well, we he's we've had, had rare, rare
3: had,
2: breed
0: rye. Yeah, hold the phone. I got one more guest. to get three. Um. Uh, you're just wow. thinking
2: through all the ryes and you
0: right. have to know how <laughs> I'm doing uh, I don't know I don't feel like I've ever tasted
2: this I don't this know one.
0: any of the ryes that I okay just,
2: I put the bottle right outside so I could get it all the bottle facts. So you,
0: you've not tried it I've never so that tried this before throws the Russell out of the window
2: yep
1: mm-hmm. oh Chattanooga whiskey rye
2: no I've got a oh, bottle of that one. tried that oh that's yeah. so good is it and the that's a good little pour It
1: starts with an H
0: Herbinger alright I'm just gonna get Wilderness the bottle
2: and bring
1: Wilderness it up just get the
0: bottle cause I have no idea
1: Something wilderness.
0: I've not opened any of those. Oh,
1: it's strong. That's it's it's burning in it. my tongue or mm. burning my lips. It's so
0: tasty. I can't what stand do
1: do? it. What do you, do you
0: like it first? I yes. love it. Yes. It's all right. T- Stacy hates rice.
1: Oh, Robin yes. yes.
3: Man! That's a good look. I
1: haven't haven't
0: had that pour in a hard minute.
2: So when you said, I think we were talking about like, would would Steven like our top 15 list? Mm -hmm. And Stacey, I think you said Roaming Man is like one of his favorites. Yes. And so I was like, well, I got to try it then if that's That's the case. That's really good. He loves
1: all the Roaming Mans. That's a solid,
0: about 113
1: proof, I think. It's a a barrel
2: strength. 113.8. It's made in Gallenberg, I think, right? Like Sugar Land Distilling Company. And it's a tiny bottle. It's just a 375. It's not, and they're nost-
1: like sixty or seventy bucks. Mm-hmm. For, they're not cheap. It's uh, yeah. a fifty
0: dollars, three seventy five. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I am telling you, when it, um, that is not a nostalgia bourbon. That is, that is a
3: great distiller right it, there. It, it they limit It was very good. They
1: limit them to one per person at um, a yeah. lot of the stores. So the,
3: it does not drink like like a one fifteen or whatever. Has good flavor notes on the side yeah. of the bottle.
2: It says uh, entering the barrel as a pot stilled gold medal will- winning spirit, roaming man Tennessee straight rye whiskey boasts. A bold expression of black pepper, vanilla, caramel, tobacco, and oak.
1: I said the vanilla.
2: The Rome is to discover, to understand, is to be changed.
1: Well, it's it's kind of running my, my lip a little bit, but what I, what I will say about that he's you go on their website. He's mm-hmm. a part of their whiskey club, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. then you get heads up mm-hmm. on where you can um, put mm-hmm. dibs on getting a couple bottles that you yeah. could pick up right there.
2: Mm-hmm. So, it's good. So, I don't know. I might like that Chattanooga whiskey from last week better.
0: Do you? Yeah,
1: well, I do. I personally the, like the, the Chattanooga. better. But that
0: but that's a flavor preference, you know. This type
1: of profile is usually not my favorite.
0: This these ryes with that spearmint. I mean, you can mm-hmm. smell the spearmint. Mm-hmm. You can taste it. Um, it's that creaminess you get is like, like like almost like a lemon custard or something. Oh, that yeah that's good. I mean? yeah yeah um,
1: like a lemon um, chilo.
0: um Yeah, that's that's a great mm-hmm. that's a great uh, description. But it, I I like that better than the, the chat whiskey
1: Ooh, just mm-hmm.
0: because I'm on a giant rye kick. Sure,
2: for, he
1: likes that profile.
2: Yeah, but but it was a step up in proof and a step up. From bourbon to rye, so I thought it would be a good second pour. You yeah, you know what I mean, a
0: hundred percent. So because last week when we had the chat whiskey, that experimental mm-hmm. one that you got us, um, that if you like those oaky, smoky, caramelly textures and and flavors, that thing's and bomb. Oh yeah, okay. it's right up there. Because we all, all of us were like, what you said eight, I think last week, mm-hmm. and, and I think I mean you were at a six or a seven, seven, I think. Yeah, mm-hmm. but anyways. Thanks, Matt.
2: Yeah, a lot so, blind pours. Yeah, I was proud of you to get it as a rye. Disappointed you didn't pick out
0: exactly what it ah, was. No. Mm-hmm. I haven't. I had not.
2: Uh, it's
1: very similar to that Willet.
0: That's the one bad thing about the roaming man because mm-hmm. it's a tiny ass bottle three seventy five. Don't have
2: it very often. Yeah,
0: yeah. Like, I don't want to. I don't want to lose it. You know, because mm-hmm. it's still it's it's hard to get mm-hmm. too. sorry. So, I just.
2: Poured four pores out of it.
0: I don't give ah! a, no. <laughs> no, that's I what it's for. Ball. Ball. I don't give a crap. about what I'll do when it. i when I have a hankering for a rye, I go and I go, mm, 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 one well, you
1: can get readily. I would rather have
0: that one mm-hmm. with friends. Sure. You know, than yeah. suck it all down by myself. That's
2: what the OGD's for. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, something that's been going on for me lately. Uh, have you guys seen the new F-150 Lightning?
3: Yeah. I've not seen I the have. new one, no.
2: So th- whenever I heard lightning. I always think back to like Fast and Furious, that red truck that Brian drives in. <laughs> yes. you know, my cousin used to have a black always one. Always wanted one so bad. They're, All right. Uh, so Ford re-released the Lightning, Joel, since you're not familiar. it's I'm looking it up right now. It's an EV, so entirely electric vehicle. Um, it's got like a huge frunk in the front of it, front trunk, where the... Engine, a fr- a yeah, trunk. where the engine normally is—that's just what? a huge front trunk, yeah. So
0: it gets like. So it's a, Is it a mid-engine or?
2: or uh, no, it's it's electric. It's electric. So it's batteries. all-wheel drive. There's no
0: hybrid at all. No. no. Full. Oh, Full wow.
2: electric. Uh, so I actually placed a pre-order for one a couple of weeks ago. At this point, no, you didn't. Yeah, because I've said for a long time now, my, I want my next vehicle to be electric. I just think that's the future. Yeah. I want to support that. Yeah. The thing that pushed me over the edge, I don't know, have you guys heard anything about like the electric vehicle tax credits that you can get? Yes, they're massive. I haven't, no. So each major producer is um, given an allocation of 200,000 redemptions that can occur. So like uh, Toyota, clearly they used theirs up a long time ago. GM used theirs up a long time ago, but Ford is just now getting into this game. So they have just barely started to dip into their 200,000. So if you're in the first 200,000 folks that buy an electric vehicle from Ford, you can get $7,500 back on your taxes. So wow. That, on top of the entry price for this truck, is just $39,000. That's it? it? And it does zero to 60 in mid-fours. It's the (laughs) fastest truck they've ever produced. Way faster than the old Lightning, faster than the Raptor. And how long does
1: the battery last?
2: Uh, So there's two different models. There's one that gets 230 miles of range and one that gets 300 miles of range. And so I'm planning to get the 300-mile one.
1: Now, how long does it take to charge it? So like if you're on a trip, that's 300-plus. depends.
2: If you're at a fast charger, it'll fully charge in about 45 minutes. Uh, if you're trickle charging, like at your house, just off a regular outlet, it does three miles an hour is the rate that it charges off a regular so outlet. 100
1: hours?
0: So, here's the thing. Uh, from, from completely dead. You're not yeah. usually going to run it all the way out. One of my dad's buddies mm-hmm. has a Tesla, and he says his Tesla would charge in 10 minutes. So, you that's the
2: thing. If you get one of the higher-level trims, they include an 80-amp charger yeah. that you can install into your electrical system at your house that will fast charge it at home.
4: Yeah.
1: So where do you find chargers and stuff? Like when you're like, say you're on the road.
2: Mm -hmm. So if you do like their built-in navigation, it will tell you all the chargers along the route that you're, you have charted out. So if I want to take it to the beach, I looked the other day because we always take my truck to the beach. Uh, because we put the sandy crap in the back. You know, that's what we drive down because we go to Daytona Beach, so you can drive on the beach. That's yeah. what like all of our chairs and stuff go down to the beach on. So I was like, I don't want to get this if it's not going to let us continue to take it on that trip.
0: Well, and also our president, I think, is trying to. They're like expanding the charging network. He wants to do it every 50 miles on, mm-hmm. on the interstate, have a, the charging station.
2: So right now. Uh, a lot of Walmart super centers actually have fast chargers in the parking lot. And there's a significant number between here and Daytona Beach. Uh, and even I could stop halfway in Valdosta and completely charge up. It takes about 45 minutes at one of these stations. Go in and get some lunch, you See, know, take the, a potty break and let temp, it charge.
1: Yeah. It, and it I'm, doesn't cost anything to use the chargers, right?
2: It depends. Uh, it depends.
1: Yeah.
2: So
0: like. The 45-minute thing is a hiccup for me because I know I can fill up with gas in five minutes. Yeah.
2: And, you know, that's the thing. Like, the road. 99% of the time, we're going to be in Julie's car, which is still a internal combustion gas motor, yeah. you know. So, most of the trips we'll take will be in that.
1: Well, or we- but like you said, like, so say, like, like, say I had an electric car and I'm, like, driving the kids around during the day and say I use up, you know. Fifty miles of it. Well, then when I come home, plug it back in. in Top it off. (laughs) You know, through the night, it's going to get thirty six.
2: Here's what I think you would think is cool about this, and this is something Ford's doing that nobody else is doing yet. And this isn't just a sales pitch. This is me partially justifying why I'm spending the money on this thing, right? So, if you get this uh, transfer switch to fast charge it at your house, it will since that power has been lost at your house and run your house off the truck for three days what if your truck is fully charged it will send power back into your home
0: no way. Yeah. Cool. No. All right. We're getting the electric Jeep. <laughs> the electric Jeep? This is a prepper's paradise right
3: what's here. A, no, what's this is Jeep?
0: Just a, F- a Ford thing.
2: Yeah. Jeep yeah.
0: A, no, a Ford. Jeep Wrangler came out with an electric version. That no, doesn't no. mean it's going to charge this your house, though. Yeah. This ah. is the Ford thing. Yeah.
2: Only
3: the Ford thing? Yeah. yeah. They
0: are, they're Americans. They know how to prep.
2: <laughs> That's okay. why you
3: can wait for an electric Bronco. Well, I was listening to their CEO
2: on a podcast, and he's like, we know our audience better than our audience knows their audience is what he's saying. Like we know our target dem- demographic better than they think they know themselves. Sure. He's like, they would never ask for this, but we know that people are going to eat it up.
0: Oh yeah. 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 I'm already.
2: eating. So it. are you going
1: to keep your truck now? Or no, are you gonna sell
2: that? I'm going to, I'm going to trade it in. So it's, I, I currently have a big V8 Tundra. It gets about 14 miles to the gallon. Love it. It's been a great truck. I have yeah. no, no issues with it, but the thing is, is the next generation of Tundra that's going to come out, it's not going to be a V8. I'm aware this is not a car podcast, but I like cars. Well, no, we're We're not going to be a V8. No, it's going to be a twin turbo V6. So that's just going to make the value of the V8 Tundras go way up right now because the used car market is so crazy. I could trade my truck in and make money on it compared to what I paid wow, for it. Wow, that's crazy. Man. And I put 50,000 miles on it.
3: So wait, that, wait, if Ford really knows their audience better than they know themselves, uh, obviously Toyota doesn't know their audience at all. If no, getting man. rid of their V8. That's the problem with the Toyotas <laughs> the too. Like my truck is, yeah. a, is a
2: 2018. It's still got the interior from a 2007 in it. Yeah. Oh, wow. Like they are just so slow to update mm-hmm. stuff. So they're moving, Toyota is moving now into where Ford was 10 years ago. Right, so they're like a whole generation behind.
0: That's wild, and I, mean, I wouldn't think Toyota would do that. Mm-hmm. But and that's why we have a shortage right now. From what I've heard on the on the used car market and, or cars in general, uh, is because all these Ford, you know, um, and all these other yeah, there's there's a they're ramping shortage. up the electric car market Mm -hmm. they're ramping all their their distribution for making electric
2: cars i heard something interesting about the shortage in general so it's that yes it's also there's this huge semiconductor shortage uh worldwide right now which Mm -hmm. is what is required for the computers in the cars to run and the other thing is uh as more and more people are moving out of cities into the rural areas because work from home is such a common thing now people are having to buy more cars where maybe they used to just
0: use buses or subways
3: all right okay here, we go. Here comes the tinfoil tin hat. hat again. Weekly tinfoil. I'm yeah.
0: sick and tired of this shortage crap. Yeah.
3: I mean like we're past this We're coming out of a pandemic, man. <laughs> I know, but I mean just
1: think about all the shortages lumber. we have. We got reload.
0: Lumb- we got lumber prices. I know, but I don't believe that they're really short and I mean like I don't know like I think the problem is just canada, where, it's
2: can- where manufacturing has been shut down that's what's causing it yeah
0: starting let's go
2: overtime i mean i think <laughs> if a, they're charging twice as much you'd think they could afford some overtime right i mean yeah. what
0: yeah. they're charging for lumber and you know a majority of our lumber comes from canada and they're bending us over because whatever reason mm-hmm. but I, I, I this this shortage shit is really pissing me off we know it's it's not i don't think it's real I don't think it's real. I think I think it is a Chick Fil A esque thing where they're going. Oh, <laughs> I want you to buy the bottles, man. We don't have that much, because, though they, so they raise prices, mm-hmm. and then they can go, "Oh, what we now that they're paying X amount, we'll drop a dis much, and mm-hmm. we'll still make more margin off of it." That's what it that is. Here you go, Jeffrey.
1: <laughs> Jeffrey gets his tinfoil hat back. Well, I know we've talked a lot about it. I've always, I've been back and forth as to when. If I wanted a Jeep Wrangler or a Bronco, you know, Mm -hmm. a custom Bronco, not the sport that's out right now. Like the ones that's like beefy and outdoorsy and rugged. Mm -hmm. Um, And I've been back and forth, but like we have recently decided, okay, we want to get a Jeep. Like Jeep is always been our dream car. Like dream car for sure. Well, we've been looking and looking and looking and everyone just keeps like people keep telling us don't get it. They're, they're not reliable. They're expensive to fix. Then we have other people telling us. You know, I haven't had any problems, but we absolutely we love, love them,
0: it. You know, whatever. But
1: and we're like, well, what do we want to spend that kind of money? If Cause they're proud
0: of those jeeps, mm-hmm. oh, they're high. They're like a luxury car price. Yes. I mean,
1: my lord! Because the demand
0: is there for.
2: Them. And
1: so uh-huh. I just don't know. I exactly at this point so. I don't know what route we're gonna go. I don't know if we're gonna wait to get a custom Bronco or if we're gonna go ahead and get and get the Jeep. I personally want the Jeep, but I have been deterred.
0: I'm not getting a Bronco till I see the X, the said Bronco. But they're in such yeah. high
1: demand, you have to custom because order those. Those
0: Bronco Sports look like pieces of shit. They look horrible.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah, mm. but that's not what we want.
0: No,
2: it's not. We want, we want the
1: one. custom ones. Aren't they coming
2: out with the EV too? Yeah. Bronco? Uh, Bronco, I don't know yet. about yeah,
1: yeah but, but the the Bronco that we want would have like the Sasquatch package or <gasps> oh, the Badlands package,
0: and the Bronco will charge my damn house, probably. Okay, we're not getting a Wrangler. <laughs>
1: we're just gonna wait. Well, we already <laughs> sold them. So Joel has a work truck that he uses, and then I have the the mom the mom SUV that we drive everybody around with and go yeah. on vacations with. But we always had a third vehicle that. You know, if I went to work, he would be left with the car seats. Mm, and then is this I would the one it.
2: that you took to West NC? Yeah. So
1: yeah. we sold it already. <laughs> the POS. The POS, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So we sold it already. It was yeah. it was a um, a, a Nissan a- Pathfinder SUV, and we sold that. So now, I always like having a third car, because if I need to have it like fixed for something, or I need to, want to take it in for something, yeah. I have a backup. One oh. is
2: none, and two is one.
1: So now we don't have one. Yep. We don't have a backup. But if we wait for this Bronco, then <laughs> it's going to be a while. It's
0: worth it. For the apocalypse.
1: But I've heard that Broncos are really hardy and like they don't have that reputation that Jeep has. You know, just empty every pocket is what they say Jeep Mm. stands for. (laughs)
2: Well, so that is the big question mark on EVs is how reliable are they going to be? I think just like the technology, the wear on an electric motor, it's all magnets, right? There's a lot less friction components. Mm -hmm. uh, So you don't have to take it in for oil changes. You know, the maintenance is basically just tire rotations. That's it. Isn't that wild? Yeah. But- So we'll have to see. So
1: are electrics more expensive typically than the regulars or no?
2: Typically they are, but Ford, because they're reusing all the suspension and like all the body, like they they are benefiting from the economies of scale where they sell so many F-150s anyway. If you were to get the comparable uh, internal combustion version of the EV, it's more expensive.
0: Yeah, so
1: maybe I want a lightning. <laughs> yeah, hey, I, hey, I am
0: down. I want a big pickup truck. Yeah. Um. No, Elon Musk says four point um, four point three seconds.
1: Is it four wheel drive?
2: I mean, yeah. come on, you man. can't get one that's not. And the forward. thing, how much, it, how expensive
1: is, is it to fix them though? Like, if they need something fixed, like, is are you talking? That's like, the
2: question mark. It depends on what brake. And do
1: mechanics know how to fix them? Stacy,
0: you would look really Uh, sexy in that truck. You'd look really sexy in that truck. Uh,
1: A reload lightning (laughs) F 150?
0: Yeah. Elon Musk says that next year, there will be a Tesla for $25,000 on the market. That's
2: what he says. Yeah, but he's notorious for like
3: yeah including
2: the amount that you're not spending on gas the amount you're not spending on maintenance like he pulls all that off the top all the data like the, the,
3: yeah the, the oh, mo- come on the model 3 was supposed to be like 35,000 and you can't touch touch one for under 50
2: yeah Yeah, and he was also including the tax credits, and now Tesla's out of tax and like all
3: and and like that initial price doesn't even include like the autopilot and stuff. Which like, why are you going to buy a Tesla if you don't have autopilot? Hello. So So
2: the Ford comes with what's called Blue Cruise, which is their equivalent of the autopilot.
3: Stupid name. (laughs) Yeah. Really dumb name. (laughs) Blues Cruise. Blues Cruise. It's like Blues Clues. Here's the mail. It never fails.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's it. So when will this be ready? Uh, so the, the way
2: it works right now is you have to you pay a hundred dollars to put your reservation in, oh, and then you Stacey have.
3: Stacey, pull it up right now. Pay, pay it.
2: Yeah, you have first dibs <laughs> to order it this fall, and that's when you pick your trim and color and everything. They start delivering next spring, so spring of twenty two.
1: So what color are you getting?
2: It's called I think it's called smoked onyx. It's a flat charcoal color. Ooh flat yeah it's flat it's not a gloss
0: (gasps) that's sexy
1: (sighs) see so when we're in the market for the jeep or the bronco we Mm -hmm. wanted to get like a charcoal gray like Mm -hmm. a smoky gray Mm -hmm. color okay so there would be no waxing then huh
0: Yeah,
2: yeah you wouldn't wax it no I mean, wow. I'm sure it has some sort of like a protective top coat on it, but we'll have to
3: see. We'll, well have to see one in person, obviously. You could find a way to waste a Saturday cleaning it, though. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. That's what you like to do. Yeah. 100%. I love it.
1: Well, I hope everybody enjoyed our, our vehicle talk. We might revisit that <laughs> That was again. sorry That was left <laughs> <it> field. <laughs> I liked it, though. It yeah. was. It was. So um, this episode, we're going to be introduced into the bougie world of coffees. Mm. Matt and Jeremy yes. have like an excellent – we're going to talk uh, gear. We're going to talk equipment. Uh, they're going to give us a huge controlled experiment as – we're going to uh,
2: figure out what you like.
1: We're going to figure out what we yeah. like. But to kind of break us in, I have compiled a coffee trivia game that I want to, uh, you know, Jeremy and Matt have an advantage to this because they know a lot about coffees. Poor Joel.
0: I'm going to get
2: shit on. But
1: I'm going to ask you guys <laughs> seven questions. Um, you need some pens. Oh, yeah.
0: I need a pen.
2: Need, there's a, a pen on
1: there. Okay. So I'm going to. <laughs> they have
0: no idea
2: what on you On the
1: desk. Want.
0: There's one.
1: There's one right there.
0: That one doesn't work good. Which one? Hang on, I'm getting up. He
1: just has to put A, B, C, or D for his answer.
0: I'm getting up and getting a pen.
1: So what I'm going to do... Oh, wait, Casey's got one here. I am going to ask a question, and you're going to write your answer down.
2: Okay. 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 It's multiple choice?
1: It's a multiple choice. You have four uh, choices for the answers. You're going to write it down, and then I'm going to tell you the answer. And if you get it wrong... We have what's the Harry Potter Bean Boozled Uh, Jelly Beans.
2: uh, (laughs) I was going to ask if the (laughs) listeners could play, but I guess not.
1: Uh, So what we have is, if you guys aren't familiar, they are jelly beans. And there are two options in this canister. You either get, say, let's see. We're going to take a peek at this.
3: I don't even like good jelly beans. You
1: either get toasted marshmallow or you get stink bug.
3: Play along, Jeremy. Or
1: birthday cake and dirty dishwasher. So uh, if you get dirty it wrong. Dirty
3: dishwasher? Yeah, man, if you I get it wrong. Know. Who knows what that tastes like? Who yeah. licked the dirty dishwasher? Well, are going to find out. Somebody did it.
1: You might get lucky, though.
3: Do we have to, like, swallow this thing if it's a nasty one?
1: Full swallow. Full oh. swallow.
3: And you can't just, like,
2: quickly swallow a jelly bean. You have to chew on it for a while. No, yeah. I'm saying we yeah. can't spit it out. Yeah.
1: No, you can spit it out, but it has to be chewed up if you spit it out, because you'll get that flavor. I'm going to
3: spit it out into your 100-year-old glass. No! <laughs> right. Get an empty <laughs> Just don't get Chico. it wrong, and you have to worry about it.
1: Yeah, so when you get it wrong, you're going to spin the wheel, and it's going to tell you which one you have to grab, okay? Okay, okay.
3: So all we're right. going to go through all seven questions, and then go back through with the answers?
1: No, we're going to do one at a time. Okay, okay. We are going to do one at a have time. have one through so,
3: seven here. Okay.
1: Question number one.
2: Mm-hmm. The
1: name cappuccino comes from a- the drink's resemblance to the brown cowls worn by cappuccine monks. B, the similarity in color to the fur of cappuccine monkeys. C, the Italian Pacino, meaning light brown one. Or D, the size of the cup in which it's commonly served. Do you guys have an answer?
2: I have it
0: written down. I it written it's written committed. Down. Yeah.
2: I All did. right. I committed. So,
1: what did everybody answer? Joel?
0: I put C. Because I have no Jeremy, idea. Or Jeremy. D. And? I also said D. You assholes.
2: So
1: you are all wrong.
2: Oh, Uh-oh. no. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> the name cappuccino comes from the drink's resemblance to the brown cowls worn by cappuccine monks. What? I thought it was an Italian drink. Yes. So. What's
3: the
0: monks in Italy?
3: Go ahead. Spin. I find that answer sus.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: sus. Oh, I got to spin? Yeah.
1: Spin, and it'll tell you which one that you have to get. Son
0: of a biscuit. Uh, I have to. Oh, no. What?
1: Let us
0: see it. It's buttered popcorn or, or, oh, rot, or rotten egg. Ew, those are both horrible.
1: Okay, Jeremy. No, do oh. no, do it. Don't eat it yet. Jeremy's got to oh. spin, too.
0: Neither one is good. <laughs> uh, berry blue or toothpaste. So oh. just,
1: you, got, it's not it's not you got got love
0: So they
2: look the same, Grab but there's one good one. and one bad. There's see, one, yeah. So
1: you might get okay. a good one. You might get a bad one. <sighs>
2: <laughs> he moved it. No, <laughs> I was moving it so I could read. It's either
1: peach.
3: Peach or barf?
1: Oh! oh. The now barf Now, I, I was will terrible. say this. If you all get it correct, I'll do one. Oh, okay. Okay.
3: okay. Ready? Three, all two, one, go. Go.
1: Oh!
2: Oh, it's barf. This is oh. barf. <laughs>
0: this is toothpaste.
1: Oh, you all got a bad one?
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> what was yours, Joel?
0: That was definitely rotten egg.
1: Oh, gosh. All right, next question. Let's go. Next oh, question. It tastes more like
0: freaking diaper.
1: It. What's oh. the chances that you all got bad ones? Mm.
2: Damn it. That's you get like a go- really bad sandwich. <laughs> you know that, like, the cedar the cedar crap you shake on top of uh, throw up when it's like at a school? Yeah, that's the what that is. Like. Yes. It like soaks it all up.
0: Oh, all my right. God. It's
2: staying with me. Question really number bad.
0: two.
1: Um, we have seven of these? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Espresso. Segment. espresso literally <laughs> means a speed it up B to go C oh, this helps forced out or D black and intense uh, I
0: have to stop I've stop you please do it again um all I'll, right I'll,
1: espresso I'll... literally means a speed it up B to go C forced out or D black and intense
2: oh shit all right I'm just I've done. got my answer committed. I, I got mine this too.
3: just a guess, yeah.
2: What is your answer? I did D.
3: C. A.
1: Um, The answer is C, for sale.
3: Oh, oh. oh, dick of it. Spin this damn thing.
0: Jerry, Jerry is so <laughs> disheartened right that's, now. That's
3: purple, whatever purple is. Coconut, Coconut or spoiled milk. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Why did they even make this? Because they're assholes. Wait, what color bean is that, though? Is that the white? I think so. Just grab yeah, it. Yeah,
2: white with no speckles. Damn it. Wait, so what
3: was the answer?
1: The answer was forced out. Forced, forced out. out? What does that even mean? Well, because
2: it's, it's forced. It's about pressure. Yeah. Espresso is all about pressure. It okay. has to be a certain amount of bars to consider right. an espresso.
0: I'm on the line. Can somebody um uh, just judge? Take
1: one. It's tutti fruity or stinky socks.
3: Mm. Shit. I don't even know what mine was. Here we go.
0: Yours, Jeremy, was it the purple one? Man, it's been a long time. No, he's got a white one. I got white.
3: It's like milk or something. Coconut or spoiled milk. I don't like either of those things. All right, cheers. (laughs) Matt, put that plate in the middle here so I can (laughs) spit on it. (laughs) Salami. There we go. Mmm. Uh-uh. Spoiled milk. (coughs) (laughs) Uh.
1: Was yours good?
0: It's not good at all. But it's what is it? What were tutti, your options? Tootie Fruity or
3: Stinky Socks? Ugh,
2: you can't
0: tell which it is. That's
2: pretty bad. It's got to be Tootie Fruity. Okay, Th-
3: that's the problem. Jelly beans just suck. <laughs> but it's but it's gross. <laughs> there's no win situation that's disgusting. here. Disgusting. <laughs> Let's keep going. All
1: right. Question number three. Coffee was the first food to tell be. You, wash you it down with some liquor. Li-
0: wash it down with some liquor. It makes it better.
1: And then yeah. I have to repeat it. I'm sorry. Say it again. Coffee was the first food to be a shipped from Europe to the New World. B freeze dried. C, used in Aztec religious ceremonies, or D, roasted and ground for drinking.
0: Okay, I got mine.
1: What's your answer? No, wait, wait. Gosh,
0: I have to,
2: I don't, I, I said D. I said D. I said A. You're all
1: wrong. It's freeze-dried. Freeze-dried.
3: Freeze <laughs> <laughs> this is, terrible. This is freeze awful. Dry. This is a terrible segment. This is the worst game. these. Questions have nothing to this do is with wor- like,
2: yeah, harder than twenty two and two.
3: Yeah. All right, so I get chocolate pudding or oh.
0: canned dog food. Oh. <laughs> oh,
3: no. <laughs> no, Jeremy. Buttered popcorn or rotten egg. I'll hope
0: you get a butter popcorn. Even though it's gross still, it's not as is bad as that. that. Is Rot- the,
3: the yellow speckled one? Yeah, that rotten egg
0: was the worst one I've
3: well if head. you've got the rotten egg, it's likely I'll get the butter popcorn. I think so. Good luck, my friend. Tutti fruity or stinky sock? Mm. Yeah, you get a stinky sock, yo,
0: bitch. <laughs> I
1: can't.
0: It, it's a purple speckle. This
1: is no, the, if they all get it right, I'll, I'll.
3: This is the worst ketchup ever. I'll eat one. <laughs> no, give it here.
0: That's list. not it. Put that back. Give it here. I'll give. It, I'll get but yours you have, out. It's got like blue spots on it. I don't see any in there. Right here. That's right there.
1: No, it's chocolate one. Do we yeah. want to do five instead of seven?
3: Yes. <laughs> oh.
2: This is the longest ketchup, or the, yeah, longest ketchup ever. That's okay. Oh.
1: So we'll do five. I won't put you guys through it. I had to put seven, because I thought you'd get some right. Oh,
0: that was right. <laughs> there you go.
3: Okay. All right. All right. Three, two, one, go. Ah.
1: Uh-uh. uh
3: You got to at least chew it. Uh. I, I dare, is <laughs> Oh, I, I got Tutti Frutti. No, no. It's not bad. I got buttered popcorn and it's disgusting. <laughs> I don't know. I see what you mean.
0: It might Ugh. be stinky sock. It could be a stinky sock. That canned dog I think food, it is stinky sock. That tastes like freaking.
1: It I maybe. smell it. I can smell it. It's Oh, it's terrible. Uh, yeah.
3: it's your, it doesn't matter if you get the good one or the bad one. They're the still problem
2: is horrible. jelly, it sticks in your teeth too. You can never really get it all out. But Uh-oh. here's the
1: question. How do they hone in the flavors of canned dog food mm. so perfectly? Because I can smell it. I was next. All right, guys, we're only going to do five. We're going to go to number four. 40% of the world's coffee is produced by A, Africa, B, Brazil, C, Colombia, or D, Southeast Asia. 40% of the world's coffee is produced by...
3: Oh, man, those are all big coffee regions.
0: Which one was, which one was Africa? A, for Africa, B,
1: for Brazil, C, for Colombia, and D for Southeast Asia. Uh, <laughs> Joel's already rolling. How confident are you in your answer?
2: All right, I said C. Uh,
1: it, I said D. I said A. You guys are all wrong. The answer is what are the odds? B, Brazil. <laughs> I thought it was like a trick question. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I,
0: I have toasted marshmallow or stink bug. Oh, I'm so scared of this one.
3: I find some of these answers very, very sus. Very sus. I don't like it.
0: I don't like the. This is, this is like a Yahoo.
3: Yeah. <laughs> oh, I also have toasted
2: marshmallow
0: Oh, all right, my friend. Uh, it's got little brown speckles on it.
2: Yeah, that one. Fucking hell. <laughs>
3: it's right on the line.
0: Just pick one. I'm going
3: with the, with the blue again.
1: <laughs> Toothpaste or berry? All uh, right,
3: here we go.
0: Oh, oh, it's like, it's like marijuana. <laughs> oh.
1: Stink bug? I can't do it.
3: I got blueberry. So oh. I'm pretty good. What'd you get, Matt? I don't know. It actually Shoot, tastes it chocolatey. Stinks. That's the toasted
0: marshmallow. Mine mm. was like eating
1: oh.
0: a leaf of, of, it's like marijuana.
1: It stinks.
2: Someone open a
1: window. <sighs> Stop that.
3: <laughs> she should have to kiss you after this. <laughs> yes. Hell no. She should have to kiss you after putting us through <laughs> That's this. not happening. Give me, some, give me some tongue. I'd rather eat a Pocky chip than do this crap.
1: All right, Copy. Luwak, the world's most expensive coffee, up to $600 per pound. I
3: know what this is. I know exactly what this is. Is
1: A, processed during a full moon. B, brewed only with solid gold pots. C, made from coffee beans eaten and then excreted by a Sumatran wildcat. Or D, grown at a higher altitude than any other bean.
0: Now say the name of it again.
1: Kopi Luwak.
0: I'm
3: going to put C. Because I think I've heard...
0: That and this is the like
3: answer The answer is the sus The answer is C But it's a civet That shits it out
1: Okay What's the answer Matt? I
2: said C Oh my gosh I gotta eat
1: one <laughs> Yeah you do You old bitch All right
3: What a great way give to end it him the
1: answer? No You guys gave him the answer
3: No th- this God. is This is the first question About a legitimate coffee thing That's not like Something like Really wild Dude. Like coffee trivia
1: Chocolate pudding Or canned dog food Don't do this to me
3: You have to no, no changes.
0: Ah, yeah, girl. No, finish, finish it. Finish it. Finish it. it. Close <laughs> it out. Eat it.
2: Eat it. Eat it. Give me some bourbon. Does it taste like dog food smells? <laughs> hey, you gotta audibly gag if you're gonna gag. Yeah. Finally, some audio audi- show. Besides Matt gagging.
1: Yeah. And it's stuck in my teeth. Give me yeah. some bourbon. <laughs> I'm the, so glad we can prep our
3: palates for coffee by uh, yeah. uh, eating literal
1: <laughs> shit. <laughs> it tastes nutty.
0: I, I'm telling you though, the uh, chasing it with a little tiny sip of bourbon washes washed it all out
2: pretty good. Yeah, yeah, alcohol, I guess, is uh, soluble. I guess.
3: Is mm. the Do you want to run through your <gasps> last two questions with no consequences? Because I cannot handle any more of those jelly beans. Uh, okay,
1: the last two questions were: coffee be- beans grow on a a low spreading vine, b a bush. A bush. See a tree. It's a bush, yeah. Yeah, it's a bush, okay?
3: These are the easy ones, what the hell? Yeah. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Most coffees are a blend of light and dark roasts, caffeine and essential oils. What? Arabica and Robusta beans, or African and South American beans.
3: There's no answer to that question. It's... Arabica,
1: Arabica and Robusta beans. <laughs> no,
3: but like there's tons of single origin
1: coffees out there.
3: I think it would
2: be a blend. It's the blend answer. No,
3: but even like the most, like w- what what is the most?
1: What's the answer? Fifty
3: one percent, like uh, a- they
2: Arabica and Robusta. See, Bing. Yeah.
1: Yep. Because yep.
2: it's like all the, like the Folgers and Sus and Maxwell House's.
3: Sus. I know that. Well, I know that. But what is the legal definition of most?
1: Mm-hmm. Oh. oh, I'm, bar- I'm burping at like, Yeah. That's terrible, guys. All right. Well, let's take a break. I'm ready to discuss some more coffee stuff. I'm ready to drink some coffee stuff, but I think we have to wait a little bit on that.
2: Yeah, we're going to talk gear first.
1: Yeah, we're going to talk gear first. So let's go ahead and take a break. We'll be back.
0: Yep. What's up, y'all? When it comes to meat, the TRP crew chooses only the best. Haltzeman Family Meats. At HaltemanFamilyMeats.com, they bring you the true butcher shop experience. Fresh meat, never frozen, and shipped straight to your door. Your order comes to you neatly packaged in butcher paper, trimmed, and ready to cook, guys. You no longer have to worry about cleaning up your cuts for you and your guests. Simply unwrap, cook, and serve. They have the best prime Angus fillets, dry-aged ribeyes, hand-pressed burgers, stuffed with cheddar cheese, and smoked bacon, y'all. But let's not forget, you got to add a few packages of that skirt steak for the best steak tacos you'll ever sink your teeth into. So, right now, go to HaltemanFamilyMeats.com and use code TRP21, and you'll save 15% off the butcher shop experience that will change your life. HaltemanFamilyMeats.com.
2: All right, we're back from the break. So, as we said before the break, we're going to be talking about. Uh, very like intro to coffee. So that's the disclaimer, right? This is like almost like remedial coffee. We're not even quite to coffee 101. That's how basic this is
3: going to be. <laughs> but you know what? This is not basic it's to like people an, like it's us. It's like an insult to Joe Days. No, no, it's not. Yeah. 101, you're not even ready for not that yet? yet? It's, so do you thing. guys know what water is. <laughs> um, coffee <but> is <laughs>
2: so deep and so wide. It's I, like we've, we've talked about bourbon for a year at this point. We right. still have just barely... You know, we're a lot further along now than we were then, yep. but we're still not experts, I wouldn't say. See, I, to go. Coffee
1: is just the same. Because like to me, coffee one oh one would be like, this is the filter. This is the coffee. That's coffee one oh one. We're diving a little deeper. Into no, different that's methods. what we're
3: doing today. No, so that's we're what we're, doing. we're talking about
2: the very like basic level gear is what we're gonna talk about in this segment. This is the stuff if you're just interested in up in your coffee game, this is the stuff that you need to make
0: sure that you have. Why you need to make sure you have it? That sort of thing. I'm
1: excited because I really am excited for this episode. Mm-hmm.
0: Because if you are a coffee drinker, you know, you've had a bad cup of coffee. I you know, I've had coffee that's too watery, or, or the water's mm-hmm.
3: bad, or it tastes like dirt. Yeah, yeah
0: or something. You know, something. So I mean, there's there's it, it, as amateur as me and Stacey are, we have had coffee where like.
1: Yeah, we still love yeah. coffee, but I feel I like, like there's two types of coffee drinkers. There's people that are just drinking it to get it to get the job done, and then there's coffee drinkers like us. Like we'll go out somewhere and, and want to have a nice cup of coffee somewhere. It's,
2: it's the difference in ordering like a house bourbon and ordering a bourbon to sip and enjoy. Yes, yes. yeah, one hundred percent. So there's you know flavor notes and tasting notes that you can get off coffee the same as bourbon, and we. <sighs> And they're probably not going to get anywhere close to any of that today.
0: No, but so, and maybe a little segue into the equipment talk we're about to have, you know, there's different glasses and things like that for bourbon that accentuate the flavors, much like you guys are going to be talking about some equipment today to do the same thing.
2: Yep. To drive different outcomes. Okay.
3: We're going to talk equipment, but should we talk about actual coffee first? Like what to buy? Sure. Yeah. Like, um, So one thing about coffee, one thing that I really harp on is the the freshness of it. Right, and coffee stays food safe for an extremely long time, years. Yeah, but that doesn't mean it's still good. You know,
0: when you say when you say still good, like as far as flavor, you're not going to get sick.
3: Yeah, you're not going to get sick from it, but it's not going to be the best experience. I got you. Um, It
0: still has caffeine.
3: It'll still have caffeine. Yeah. It'll still technically be food safe, you know, just like some freeze-dried army meal that, like, you would, like, yeah. <laughs> be, be food safe for years, but it's not the pleasurable experience Similar Similar
2: to bourbon. You can cork a bottle of bourbon, and it'll stay good for forever because yeah. it's alcohol.
3: 60, 70 years, whatever. But
2: when you, that, you know, you first crack it, the neck pour is always different, and then yeah. after you let it air out, and then it just starts to degrade after that. Yeah the flavors. It changes. Yeah. Yes.
3: Mm-hmm. Same thing with coffee. Um, and then, so recommendations for coffee, which we're going to get into grinders and stuff like that is to buy whole bean uh, because you know, Um, when it's ground, because you're grinding it yourself, uh, when you grind coffee, you, that coffee should be consumed within the day because it's going to lose a lot of its freshness immediately when you grind it. Uh, the other thing is when it was roasted, um, a use by date and a roasted date are very different things. A use by date could be years in the future that that coffee is still food safe, but not actually fresh. The roast date will actually tell you when that coffee was roasted, when it was made, when that thing was cooked. So it'll tell you how long it's good for. Yeah. A darker roast is not as good for long as a lighter roast is. Because it was roasted more, it breaks down more, so it degrades faster. So a dark roast will actually be good for – Three to four weeks after the roast date, whereas a light roast will be good for four to six weeks after the roast date.
0: So a dark roast will
3: lose its, its flavor faster. Its flavor because it was cooked for longer. Yeah, okay. darker
2: roast coffees also have a less lesser concentration of caffeine and that you roast gonna, the caffeine out. I was there. gonna ask
3: you what's the yeah. difference. They say yes.
1: the blonde coffees actually are
3: That's why most breakfast
1: blends
2: are a light a light roast,
3: yeah. Huh. Mm-hmm. So, uh, the, flavor-wise, from a light roast to a dark roast, a light roast is um, more floral and more acidic. Yeah. Um. So you you really you really want to get with your niche roasters for that because those acidic flavors can be very off putting. But if it's done by a very good roaster with a very good bean, it can be a really cool experience. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: Floral is something I would never have pe-
3: like. I'm, I'm talking lemongrass, orange blossom, all of those flavors you can pick really? up out of a light roast. It's really, really cool if you get into it. Mm-hmm. Um, That's wild. And so that would be your light roast, but they can get very acidic, which not a lot of people like. Okay. Mm-hmm. The other end, your dark roast coffees, um, if they're too dark, they can get very bitter. So think of like caramels. When you're cooking a caramel, yeah. you have those dark caramely flavors. You go too far, it gets bitter, but you can still have a lot of those bold flavors. And so that's that's the balance. It is the acidic and bitterness that you're kind of balancing between light and dark. See,
0: that's for me, um, as a man, I've, I've, I've just always gravitated because I've, I've I, too, like I want the dark. I don't want to look through it. You know, mm-hmm. I want like murdered out windows. You know what I mean? Yeah. I want like we're super dark, coffee and i've acclimated myself to that now that being said i've acclimated myself to that via uh, waffle house at 2am oh, yeah <laughs> or or or, or. it
1: sat on the heater for way too long yeah, yeah no, it was like yeah. scorched Burnt. yeah extra
0: a, a cup or something like that but that's the what you guys are talking about with these these blends is is really blowing my mind because i always put coffee in a box of you get your light, your medium, and your dark, and that was just that's it. Yep. You know,
1: but there's different beans. There's so many different variables. Yeah. yeah. So
2: on top of that, yeah, you have different bean types, and then you have different bean origins. Mm-hmm. So, uh, it's kind of what it we makes we're talking sense, about. Yeah, yeah. You have beans that are grown all over the world. Usually, pretty close to the equator is where they come from, just because right. that's the climate that's right for they, it. They grow the best. Yep. Uh, your big like box store coffee places are going to be blends. It's uh there's not gonna be any sort of origin identified on that stuff, but yeah. your oh. like specialty coffee roasters will sell what's called a single origin coffee, which is it'll all come from like Guatemala or it'll all come from Puerto Rico or right. something like that. So that kind of gets into the specifics like I try to equate it to bourbon just because we've talked so much about bourbon, but that's like your that would be like a single barrel. Yeah. Oh.
3: The, the terroir of it. You know. Yeah. And so like the different things that will affect that are like the elevation at which the coffee is grown has a has a huge effect on the flavor. So if it was grown on a mountainside opposed to being grown sea level. It is like bourbon. Different yeah.
4: places in <laughs> the Rick right yeah, house. Yeah.
3: Yes, exactly. Wow. Uh, you and, know, cuz the higher it is the more lactic acid it'll have in it and so the more uh, the more smooth and creamy it'll be. Huh.
0: This is wild. Okay, I've seen people do. We're
1: about to spend a G. Getting a bunch of coffee.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's the thing. Like you want the freshest stuff, so like dropping a thousand dollars on on just coffee itself is not wise. You know, like spread it out and try. No, I'm talking the equipment. no, we're not even there yet. Yeah, Yeah. we're just talking about the coffee.
0: Well, we'll see. We will see because when we get into the equipment and later in this podcast, actually tasting some coffee i'm gonna put my
3: we're, we're gonna put a keurig up against some of our brew methods and see if you can taste the difference um, i'm
0: excited to try great mm-hmm. so um different coffees you all were just talking about different elevations um you get you know your light your medium and your dark they you know a dark's gonna have less caffeine but you're gonna get more of those bitter bolder flavors, Boulder flavors you? if you like that um uh, the light roast is what it is, but it's going to, like you said, Jeremy is going to bring you floral and acidic flavors, and you, mm-hmm. so that's wild. Because if to get, I want to taste that. You know, I want to be able to get to those flavor notes now.
3: Yeah, and in a future episode, we'll go more into the different types of coffee. Today is going to be a little bit more basic than that. I was going to ask more you.
0: I was going to ask you since we are talking about equipment stuff um, and getting to that. Uh, is there different methods of grinding the bean? that would as- affect the bean's flavor.
3: Yeah, we're going to talk about grinders. And I would say if you're going to buy one coffee gadget from this episode, it should be a grinder.
0: Hand or electric?
3: Oh, So here's the thing. Bat and I both have electric grinders, which we're going to get into types. Um, my sister lives in an apartment in New York City, and she wanted to start grinding her own coffee. So she got a hand grinder um, just because they're much, much smaller. Yes. Uh, they're not quite as loud. Uh, so she wanted to get one for her apartment and she absolutely fucking hates her $300 hand grinder. 300 wow. bucks. Yes. Uh, ah! it's, to get a good one. They're quite expensive because it's a bunch of little can, mechanical can, parts. Can use meat grinder? Um, you, yeah. Um, it's a lot of work. It's still really loud. It's a lot of work when you first get up in the morning, instead of just dumping beans in and pressing a button. Uh-huh. Um, and it's really just, um, it's just a space saving thing for her. Cause she doesn't have a counter space for like a, a sure. grinder. Um, but Hand grinders. If you're going to be on traveling a bunch or on the go, that's where they that's where they shine. But um, for a, at home everyday use, get yourself an electric grinder. You're going to save yourself a bunch of work first thing in the morning. No, why and does we'll, she and, hate it?
0: But we'll talk about the electric gr- or so the grinders in the next segment more in depth. No, no, no we're
3: talking about it now. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so she hates it because um, it's a lot of work first thing in the morning. And you can only put so much in there. She so can only fit like 20 grams of coffee in there. Like you can't do like a bunch at one time. Like uh, Matt and I do cold brew and you got to grind an entire bag for cold brew. Ten, like, yeah, 10 ounces of coffee. L- okay. L- literally impossible in a hand grinder.
0: But there's difference in grinders because you all were saying something when we weren't on air about bladed grinders mm-hmm. versus whatever Yeah, kind of Right
3: now, so electric Comical. versus um, manual. So like we'd highly recommend an electric grinder for your
1: grinder. So electric grinder. Now you said she has a hand grinder that's, 300 bucks. Now, yeah. I mean, is there a huge variation in price on those or are they all running around that?
2: Oh, you can get one for like 20 bucks on Amazon, well, but yeah, you're you going to pay for it.
3: You can get a crappy one. Yeah. For that's what bucks. I'm saying. Yeah. It's you, not going to, you're not going to find a good, a good one under a hundred bucks. Yeah. Okay.
1: So like you have an electric grinder at home and mm-hmm. I know you wouldn't be caught dead drinking from a Keurig. So, which I guess you drink it from our house, but whatever.
3: Yeah. Um so. <laughs> <do Beggars laughs> can't be you, when you go on vacation,
1: ahead. do you bring a hand grinder?
3: No, not usually. Um, when we go on vacation, usually there, like, so we go to the beach and stuff like that. And, like, usually there's like a good local coffee shop and we just grab coffee there. And okay. Stuff, you know, okay.
2: What about you, Nah, no, I'll just get like IHOP coffee. Yeah. So, okay. I'm not yeah. that
3: bougie. Right. right. Okay. So, yeah.
0: so you're not snobs about no, it. But no. you just know the difference between something that's, that's mm, great. Like, I'll drink. Like we always talk about, well, I'll drink a fourteen dollar bottle of bourbon.
1: You'll drink an then. Evan Williams white label, but yeah. then you'll yes. also drink a George. Yeah. T- but, but
3: also, you
1: appreciate. It I know you get all the, the job
3: done. Yeah, okay.
1: I, mean, I like this bourbon coffee equation <laughs> here.
0: It's really bringing it home yeah. for me.
1: So the, Joel's the gonna be thing, buying cases. Like yeah, OGD. I would.
2: So on grinders, I would suggest some guiding principles as far as mm-hmm. what you should look for in a good grinder. And okay. the biggest thing is what's called conical burrs. What? So this is the conical burr. Conical. Yeah. This is the. It's a.
3: It's a cone shaped burr.
2: Yeah, and that's what actually you know spins against the, against the beans to grind it down. You're going to get the most even uh, grind. Uh, so you, there will be different methods. Call for different settings, like you know, coarse or fine. Okay.
3: So what happens is you have two of these burrs, and what you do is you can set the height difference between the two of them for how big or how, how small. Is this round.
0: is this similar to like a rasp that mean you would use in the field to to grind
3: down something.
1: Like, this would be like grooves. even with seasonings. Like some and of a, our seasonings are more. Uh, i the the bird,
3: the, the, burr, the sort burr of, part. Yeah, yeah, sort of. So, so no, well. M- not really. So what happens is, is, is it's a cone shaped, so, so, so that the beans funnel into the cone, and then you have two grinding discs. And what happens is is when you set, like if you want an espresso really fine or a really coarse grind, you're setting the height between those discs that the beans pass through. And so yeah. it, it tells you how okay. big the pieces come out on the other side. I it gives you an exact measurement if you want it super fine or if you want it really chunky. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, so, so you so, want an so, electric
1: grinder that has a conical burr,
3: a conical yes. burr grinder. Okay. So the other type
1: is going. just
2: like a blade grinder, which yeah. is like you can get for super cheap on Amazon. Well, talk
0: like, to me about that. I mean, why would you not just get that?
2: Cause you're not controlling the size of the output on that. All you're doing is chopping it up. It's so you're going to end up with, a,
3: It's essentially a blender. Yeah.
0: Well, what does, okay. So what is the difference between chunky beans Chunky and, grind.
3: And, chunky and grind. Fi- I have
0: been fi- a chunky grind.
3: We can, we can get one.
2: into it later, but the biggest driving difference is yeah. the level of extraction that you're mm-hmm. going to be able to get. So when you grind it finer, you're increasing the surface area of that coffee bean that's going to be exposed
0: to the water. Okay. Does that make Which
2: sense? Which would
1: result in a...
0: A stronger brew. Okay. So fine is a stronger brew if I wanted to have a nice light roast. Depending
2: mm-hmm. on the... The method, method yeah. that you're brewing with, yes. okay, okay. So
3: the the big the big problem with the blade grinders, though, is that <clears throat> it's not uniform. You have some that's really fine because it was sitting at the bottom, and some that's super coarse. It was sitting at the top. Yep. So every time you make a cup of coffee, it's gonna be wildly different. You don't like have using control. A blender. You can't. Yeah, yeah. You're essentially just throwing things in a blender and hoping for the best. I gotcha. Yeah. Okay. You have, it's it's lack of control. It's just like you know sourdough or anything else. You know, you need to control the variables to have a reliable. Outcome. If you're gonna if you're gonna go down this path
0: and you're gonna spend the Money on it. You want something that you can control the the output of what's coming
2: mm. out. So
1: the conical burr actually makes uniform pieces yes. in yes. that size. Yeah, yeah. and we'll show so you that epic.
2: later. That sounds, sounds so
0: epic, yes. and it's not it's not intimidating though. I know, so. but it's like it's like I refer back to spatchcock, you know? Mm-hmm. It's, the conical burr.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <You know?
3: laughs> um, uh, mine is. I think it's Capresso is the name of the brand that I have, and it's uh, it's a hundred dollars on Amazon. Yeah, what's I it was called? Gonna... I think it's Capresso. C A P C. Um, I don't know. C
2: a p r e s s o. I yeah, think something like that. Uh, the other one is the Baratza Encore that's oh, highly
0: recommended. Are we doing a coffee F-wad at the end of this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're going to have to spell this.
3: Yay, all right. Okay, uh, but, but mine Those is are like, two
1: you would recommend? Yeah, yeah,
0: they're like 100
2: bucks. and you can get them on Amazon or wherever. I
3: think mine is like the the Amazon, um, you know, number one one or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it's like the most sold one on Amazon. Okay. Um, and Matt, Matt, you have a Smeg, right?
2: Yeah, mine's a little <laughs> bit bougier. Here's sh- a sh- fancy. Sh- sh- yeah. So we'll hear later. <laughs> the big the big plus on the smeg, it's it's pricey, but it's very quiet. Mm. So we can grind coffee first thing in the morning and not have to worry about like waking up the baby or yeah. anything. Yeah. And, and
3: yours is very pretty.
2: And it's very pretty. It yeah, it's looks, got like a it looks
1: kind of retro, like a retro diner look.
2: Yeah, that's what it's they're aiming for. It's like that retro sixties diner mm-hmm. look.
3: This is so much fun.
2: Yeah. I'm really enjoying it. Smeg. This. Smeg. Okay, grinders that sh- was...
3: Grinders, what do we jump into next?
2: All right. Uh, next is types of kettles. So kettles. something kettles. that you'll need, uh, depending on the pour method, or the uh, the brew method, rather. If, you, if you're if you pouring water over the coffee, typically you want to go for what's called a gooseneck kettle. Mm-hmm. And the reason for that is because you can control where the water is going and the rate that the water is pouring much easier with a gooseneck than just like a traditional now, kettle where it like flows out of the
0: top. What is the purpose of the kettle? I mean, is, It's for heating water. For just heating water. And just in.
1: heating water. Just mm-hmm. for pour-over methods. No,
3: I mean, you use a kettle for a lot of things in your kitchen, so get a good kettle.
1: I don't.
3: Yeah, I don't know. Well, you don't have a kettle, so you don't. <laughs> don't
1: yeah. We yeah. don't
2: know. All the <laughs> for yeah. it. I mean, like if you're making ramen, you can pour <laughs> kettle oh. water over it and it goes a lot faster. A kettle will heat up faster. Tea? Yeah. Yeah. For yeah. tea? Sure. If you're doing yeah, tea. Anytime you need hot
3: water. If you're making yourself a hot toddy, like, yeah, there you go. Oh, I do need Little one. Kettle. Okay. Now we need, we need one. Now. So, need um, one. <laughs> not alcohol, not, not alcohol. Okay. Okay. Matt and I both have uh, kettles from a company called Fellow. Um, they make really, really nice gooseneck kettles. Uh, we have different ones, though. Um, mine is just a regular stovetop one. I want to say it was like 70 bucks, maybe. And uh, a beautiful-looking kettle, and it has a thermostat right in the top of it. So it oh. tells you the temperature of the water inside the kettle while you're brewing it. So, which is important. Mm-hmm. Okay. Temperature okay.
2: is very important. Temperature in is coffee. very
3: important.
0: Is that a now thing or a later thing we're going to talk about? We're talking about kettles right now. Yeah. So I, well, what does the temperature do? Do, like, is that saying is this is the drink what I want to drink it at? So, or is this uh, this? Well, you have we go be, camping
1: and we're boiling our water, we always use our thermopro to see what the temperature is just so we don't get it, we get that good, good the, temperature. Yeah, I'm an oil
3: so team. temperature, grind size, all of these things come back to extraction. The temperature of the water is going to determine how much you extract out of that ground coffee. So, knowing what temperature and not just guessing at it uh-huh. gives you a repeatable, um, you know, experience every day.
0: Okay, so what I'm gathering so far between grinders and kettle and with the and the water mm-hmm. is being able to. I mean, this is just like with cooking, making bread, all that stuff. Being able to have something that you can go, this is the mark. Yep, on every one of them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So to if- repeat this specific flavor yep. profile and, that I've created.
3: It's, it's just like if you were gonna cook something in the oven, you're not just gonna randomly choose a temperature. You're gonna say, oh no, this cooks at three seventy five. Right. You know, it's the same it's the same with any other process. It's like in a domain. recipe. Yeah. It's just so, like a recipe.
1: So it's got a thermostat on the top and it's stovetop, but Matt, you have an electric one. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I like the electric one because it has a little knob on it. It's also it's called the stag a uh, gooseneck kettle as well. You just plug it in and there's a dial on it. I say, I want it to be 212 degrees and I hit the button and then I come back in five minutes it's 212 degrees.
0: Mm-hmm. I want that one. Does it, does it, um, there's <laughs> no guesswork
2: to it. <laughs> does it, does it stay, is it like a sous vide? 212? Does it, does it stay there? Yeah. Wow. So, okay.
1: 212 degrees. Yeah,
2: and I can pour from it and set it back on the base and it'll
0: get it right back up the temp. So we've talked about-
2: And gr- it
1: won't go above that. It was right. Kind of like a sous vide. Yeah.
0: Grinders and kettles. We've talked about Coffee. What is there a target temperature per different beans per different grinds? What is the temperature? Like, is there an average temperature? Do you say this is the best? I guess good. It's
2: rabbit hole territory. Yeah, but the temperature depends on the roast level. Because how yeah. will
0: I know? Like, I'm I'm green. I'm new to this. I go. I get the, all the shit y'all got, mm-hmm. and I have no idea. I've never never used it before, and I do this method. How do I know what temperature to bring it to?
3: So this is probably not something we want to get into in 101. Okay. It's good. Like, so like you don't want to be at boiling temperatures. Um, You want to be a little below that. But the darker the roast, the higher the temperature, and the lighter the roast, the lower the temperature. That's what I wanna know. Yeah. And so okay. this is something that you have to experience personally. You have to find um, what you the, like. You yeah, have to figure out what you like. The, okay. the beans that you like, the method that you like, and then start get your grind size where you like it, uh-huh. and then start playing with your temperature a little bit. Okay. So
1: is that why, like on a Keurig, and it has like strength levels? Is it adjusting temperature probably? Because um, okay. why would it, why, how would it make it different?
0: No, the, I think that's like speed. I that's think a it, concentration of the water that goes into it. So instead of just busting water through the curing s- cup, it will do like a little spurt and let it
3: soak in there more. That's called a pre-infusion? No and, yeah. And we are going to use that on our brew methods also. Yeah, you have, to, pre, you you have to
2: bloom. So when you yeah. have freshly ground coffee, it releases CO2 when you, what they call bloom it. So when you pour that hot water over, it'll almost foam up yeah. like you're pouring a Coke. Yep.
1: Huh. Because yeah. that CO2 is popping out of it.
2: Yeah. yeah. And so, so you have to let that settle, and then you want to brew.
0: Okay. Exactly. Uh, don't have to answer this question if if, if we don't want to, but uh, just average. I want to do this method, the, the pour over method.
3: Average- 205 degrees. 205. Okay.
0: Hot, that that's what i want to know. yep. so where's somewhere, like. somewhere to start? yep. You yep. Know.
2: and you can get less expensive gooseneck kettles for like 20 bucks. like a gooseneck yeah. kettle is kind of a gooseneck kettle. uh the more you spend, it's going to have like nicer features and stuff like that. the, the fellow ones are kind of
0: they're just gorgeous top of
2: looking. the line and yeah. they look great sitting on your counter.
3: yeah. Oh man, I forgot to do it. Yeah. <laughs>
2: that's I think we both that's my motto right. in life.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you're going to do it, do it right. Yeah. I think we have like the same color too. We both have black ones. Too. Yeah,
2: the yeah. matte black. I mm-hmm. saw that. Look, it, looked, yeah. like, it looks good. Pretty but sexy. they have
3: cool ones that have that are like white with like wood handles and like all sorts yeah, of yeah. things. I've watched, I've watched
0: you guys on your stories and stuff pouring with them mm-hmm. in the past. Mm-hmm. And, it, and just that method itself, you're like, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: It's relaxing. You know? Yeah. It is. Yeah. Let's have a coffee this morning.
0: Breaking a Zen garden. I want to, I want to. You all need to do that every morning. I'll drink my Keurig cup and I'll just watch you do it. <laughs> <laughs> no,
2: no way you get the satisfaction. Like it there. does
0: taste good. <laughs> you
2: know? All right, let's move on to brew right, methods.
3: Hit me. Um, we're just going to talk through a few of them today because there are many, many um like in the future, perhaps we'll talk about like the French press or the AeroPress or the Mocha pot, but we're not using any of those today. So we're just going to talk about what we're using today. But we do have those. We do have all we the both of them. Have both of those. Is, we have those and more. Yeah. Well,
1: for one, I think the listeners need to let us know if if you guys are enjoying this and then if if so, we will definitely bring back Coffee 102.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%. Any questions? Definitely hit us up. Hit us up.
3: So my daily go-to is the V60 by Herio. Um, It is a pour over method. It is extremely affordable to get into. Um, I, I like to use the, so it, it's a little funnel that sits on top of your cup. You brew you brew the coffee right into your cup. Uh, they have plastic and ceramic versions of it. I have a plastic one because it's like six a.m. when I'm doing this, and I drop it all the time. And it's plastic, and it's This <laughs> That's the one you threw at me. I, I literally threw I, it at you from across the room because I was like, it doesn't matter. It looks like glass. Yeah. It's
0: all pretty looking, but then.
3: <laughs> and so uh, you put a paper filter in it, and you do a pour over method. Um, which is, you grind your beans, um, you soak the filter um, and warm it up into the cup with a little bit of water, dump that water out, pour your beans in, get a weight on the beans. I like to do a one to 15 bean to or, or, uh, coffee to water ratio. So zero out my scale that it's setting on. You're weighing it. Yes. You, you, yes. Um, so, what I do is I use a ratio. So I don't I don't measure my beans out before I grind them. I just do two scoops in my grinder, grind it, and then I weigh it out because it's just quicker for me that way. That way you know how much
2: water to put in. That right?
3: I, way I know how much water to put in. So um, I have my V60 with my paper filter in it on my, on my stove. My water is heated up. I, I soak the filter. Um, dump that water out so now my coffee cup is warmed up with that water. That's good to know because that that
1: James Hoffman, he was talking about the V60 pour Mm -hmm. over, but I don't think he actually said pour that water out and I'm like, wouldn't that water no, down no, your
3: yeah, cup? Yeah, you, 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 so you toss So you wet the filter water. and toss it. Yep, and, and then I, I put everything on my scale, I zero my scale out, pour my coffee in. I normally do between 25 and 30 grams of coffee, and so it's just a one to 15. So if I'm like, oh, I got 50, gra- I have 30 grams of coffee in there, I pour in 450 grams of water. Like, that's how I do my, you know, my, my, my measurement or whatever. And this, this doesn't have to be super exact. Um, yeah. But um, like uh, Stacey mentioned, James Hoffman, he has a YouTube channel, check him out. He has a lot of really, really, great stuff um, um tutorials
2: on every single method you can everything, think of.
3: everything
1: and they're interesting James and they're pretty straightforward yeah. he's yeah. got he I watched a couple he,
2: kind of a strange looking guy. He's. i have no idea how old he is he could either be like 35 or 55 <laughs> With his gray he's hair. completely gray hair beautiful. and like bold red glasses he's a he's a cool guy yeah uh what was i gonna say
3: i was just going through the v60 method
2: oh so the v60 is really it's a great brew brewer tons of people use them Uh, More people are probably familiar with the Chemex, which is a different kind of pour-over method. It's more expensive than the V60. Uh, You're more likely to break it than a v60 it's glass and the filters are more expensive than the v60 so i would say if you're interested in pour over get a v60 and try that first yeah chemex sounds like it
3: sucks well no the chemex is better (laughs) glass more expensive because it's a whole pot so you can make a whole pot of mm -hmm. and serve it to people so like if you were all going to come over i would make a chemex opposed to my v60 as opposed to making a glass Mm
1: -hmm. paul uses a chemex a lot Um, grill makoda or the alpha instinct
3: Uh, the Chemex is a slower method also because of the shape of the V60 It actually brews. Like I would say probably like 30 to 40% faster uh, with the same results. Mm
1: -hmm. So you were talking before we kind of rabbit hole, you were saying how you wet the filter, pour that water out. Then what happens? And then
3: uh, the grind, the the ground coffee, which, which, um, the time it takes for me to heat my water up, I go and grind my coffee. And by the time I've ground my coffee, which takes like a minute, my water is about heated up. So okay. like, it, it's all like a, you know, um, a you, you get your, your steps down and you can go pretty quick. Uh, coffee goes in, um, so let's say I have 30 grams of coffee in there. I zero out the filter um, and then I pour in 60, uh, 60 grams or 60 milliliters of water. So twice the amount of coffee I pour in that much water for the pre-infusion, which we spoke about earlier. You start you swirl the coffee around in there. Um, you know, don't all you're all doing you're making
2: sure to get all of the grounds wet. Yeah, you That's want everything your, hydrated. Yep.
3: Yep. And so hang hey, on. This I, is that bloom we were talking about earlier and, and, and it needs a bloom for about forty-five seconds or so. So
1: you put the you put your it's a V60 cone shape,
3: right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. You, you put your
1: it, V60 yeah. on the scale with the filter.
3: Everything, yeah.
1: And then you wet it, you pour it out, and then you put that back on the scale, and then you zero it. Yep. Then you would add 30 grams of the grinds that you already ground, grounded.
3: Well, I don't know how much I ground, and so then I put it on there, find out how much I ground, and then I zero it out so I know how much water So died. then you
1: zero it, and then whatever that, say it was 35, you would then do 70 of water mm-hmm. to- pre-infusion it.
3: Yep. If it was 25, I'd do 50 of water. Just double the amount. how long do you wait? So, you know, the cup is underneath so it's catching any drips and stuff because you're brewing right into the cup. Um, You swirl it around, make sure everything's hydrated, wait for about- Swirl what around? The, the uh, the The actual V60. No, no, the V60. okay. Swirl the whole mechanism around, like hold it up in the air, swirl it around. So there's water sitting on top. And it's soaking into the end of the end of the. No, ground. it pretty much just soaks right in. Okay. Um. And but but what you're trying to do is swirl it around so that it all gets hydrated. And this is that pre infusion we're talking about, like the Keurig does it, and different methods to do that. That way, the CO2 can get released, and you can have a much more even brewing a so, more even ext- extraction of your coffee. So
0: there's the water you put in there loosens the grounds enough to where they can move. When you're yes, like, yeah, okay, it's, it's yeah. Ju- well, just they're the also they're around. releasing
3: gas too. Yeah. You're going to see bubbles and popping going on. Like it, 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 it's a pretty violent reaction because this, this coffee was literally ground 15 seconds ago. Yeah. So it's fresh. It's releasing all these flavors. Mm -hmm. Uh, So after about 45 seconds of that pre-infusion, you dump the rest of your water in, in a hurry. Uh, You want to disturb the coffee bed at first. So like the first, like 60% of that pour, the first like 200 grams or so, you're going to go pretty violent, you know, making different waves in there. So you really agitate the uh, coffee bed at the bottom. And then once you get the, the V60 pretty full, you kind of slow it down a little bit. So it stays full, but you pour the rest of your, Water and if I was doing uh, thirty grams of coffee, I go till it gets four hundred and fifty grams of um, of water in there, and then the water is done. Um, James Hoffman recommends doing a swirl with a spoon in the morning. Um, I don't normally do that because I'm too lazy. Uh, I don't want to get a spoon out and swirl it because yeah. I don't care. Um, but that's it.
1: You swirl the ground so, around.
3: Okay, you you, you you give it one swirl uh, in the cup, the yeah. coffee itself. Yeah. The, the
1: goal oh, in the coffee.
3: Yeah, swir,
1: swir, swir swirl swirl the coffee the around to mix the liquid up to
3: mix the grounds into it a little better. Give it a little a little yeah slurp. I don't normally do that. Because so you
1: stir your coffee.
3: The grounds? No, the grounds. Oh, okay. I misunderstood. Oh, yeah. Okay. No, no, time. the grounds. Yeah. So he, he actually recommends with the V60. After you finish the water, you immediately grab a spoon and give it a, sw- a, a mm. swirl one way and then the other way, just so if there's any uh, co- coffee sticking to the side walls of the V60, it knocks it down to the bottom so it can drain through there. I don't normally do that just because I don't want to get a spoon out and dirty it. Um, but that's it. Once all the water drains through, you toss the filter, rinse out the V60, and- there's your
1: cup of coffee. Okay, so that's pretty low maintenance in my opinion, but like it's I have to see the process done. Like yeah, the, the because measuring.
3: Yeah, I, I can do that in like less than 4 minutes.
1: Well, all right, I want to see the process done today. Because
0: yeah, for the people that are listening, they're like me and Stacy. Um, all this gram talk and the weighing and all that, all that stuff once Seconds and- from what I'm picking up from what you guys are putting down, once you find the your method on how much coffee to water ratio you like It's automatic. It's it's almost like getting a tablespoon out and, you know, like you do.
3: The ratio stays the same. It's just um, I don't feel like weighing out the beans at the beginning. I just do two scoops and whatever that is that day. If it's 26 grams or if it's 32 grams or whatever, then I just brew with that much water. That's why I always use a ratio instead of saying But you do
1: use the scoops, like two scoops a day.
3: Yeah, because like I don't feel like weighing it out. I weigh it out when I'm going to brew it. Yeah. You know. Hi.
2: So, do you have a different method than yeah, what he's talking so about? That was your normal everyday. That, I do like, that
3: seven days a week. Yeah, I did that so, this morning.
2: The one that I used for my normal everyday, I am not a morning person. Like, <laughs> I don't want to look at a scale first thing in the morning. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so usually what he's talking about, that'll be like my afternoon coffee. I typically do coffee twice a day. First thing in the morning and then usually again around one or two. Oh. So that'll be like My one or two o'clock afternoon coffee, that'll be cold brew or V60, some sort of a, you know. Sure. That's when I'm doing like the stuff where I want to get the flavor notes and stuff like that. I gotcha. First thing in the morning, I'm just looking to get some decent coffee. You know
0: what I mean? Crack the red eyes. Yeah,
2: yeah. So I use um, a really nice... Uh, drip coffee maker so it's called a Techniform Mocha Master so the thing that, that sets <laughs> this apart <000. laughs> yeah, it's like 230 bucks it's a little bit more expensive than like your standard Mr. Coffee but it's got some uh, features on it that make it worth it so the big one it's completely hand assembled and user repairable so if a part goes bad on it you can order that part and fix it yourself. Pop it in and out. Okay. Yep. The other thing is it actually gets the coffee or I'm sorry the water temperature up where it needs to be for proper extraction which is uncommon in a drip coffee maker. What do you Usually? mean? So, like we were saying, he was he's aiming for like two hundred five for his uh, pour over. Most Mister coffee makers won't get it quite that hot.
3: They might get to like the one eighty range. Yeah, or so. so
2: you're not going to get uh-huh. properly extracted coffee. The Mocha Master does get it that hot. It's at least two hundred, if not higher.
3: See,
0: I that I have our Keurig out there set for the lowest temperature. Hmm. Because, and the reason why that is is when I pour a cup of coffee, you want it to be I want it. to drink it right then. I don't mm-hmm. want to sit there and, and wait yeah, for it. Yeah, how do to, you cool it down? Do you know what I mean? Do you
3: I, wait for it to cool down? But but or is just there
0: <laughs> get a stronger tongue
1: Yeah. yeah.
3: <laughs> I don't know how to say that. Leather tongue, yeah. yeah leather Buckle tongue. up buttercup. Yeah. I know. <laughs> I, I, seriously
0: though, like with the uh, I don't know what the temperature it comes out. It might be fun to test this out. Um, hey, we're doing that s- next, next time.
3: Like yeah.
0: I'm going to try it. I have it set with the lowest setting and it's still hot. Don't get yeah. me wrong. It's yeah. still steaming. It's still it's hot. It's still burning your lips, but I can drink it straight from the Keurig yeah. as opposed to sitting there, putting it in there and then blistering my lips off. Mm.
2: So, the other thing that the Mocha Master does uh-huh. is it blooms the coffee, like uh-huh. we were talking about. Uh-huh. So, it will spit out that hot coffee, let it sit on the grinds, it do its CO2 thing, and then it starts, it's got what they call a, it's like a shower head on it. It's, so like, it's, it's a master. Yeah. It, <laughs> it's it will, like
1: a little Jetson, like that little robot. It's doing the pour-over method for you.
2: Basically. It's almost the exact same filter type, too, it's as wild. the V60. Um,
1: but a way higher price.
2: It is way high. Like I said, V60 it's like 240 bucks. bucks versus yeah. 8 bucks.
3: $8, but yeah.
2: <laughs> this thing, it's got like a lifetime warranty on it. And the thing that I love about it is there's two switches on it. There's on-off and then there is, uh, I don't know, it's like a, a switch that adjusts how long before it turns itself off. So there's a hot plate under the glass yep. uh, carafe mm-hmm. so that it'll sit there and stay hot throughout the day, which is good for me because usually I'm doing like a small cup and then coming back 30 minutes later, another small cup. I don't yeah. just take it all at once. I
1: want this. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Let's see how it does
2: first. I wish
1: we did this before Mother's Day. Oh, yeah. Because then I would have had a gift.
0: I keep yeah. smacking my pecker
1: here. So
2: what, uh, what grind size do you typically do on a V60? We didn't talk about that.
3: So it depends on what... Um, what roast level you're going for. Just
2: like medium roast coffee.
3: Yeah, so just like a medium course, but every grinder, like when I say medium course, like that's gonna be a different grind on my grinder and on your grinder and on the next person's grinder. So that's something you need to experiment with and, um, I use a coffee service called trade and what it is, is I put in all my coffee preferences and then, um, I just pay, um, like, like, I have a monthly subscription. They send me a, um, a bag of coffee at, um, at whatever level I request it, you know, every once a week, uh, two weeks, three weeks, whatever. Pre-ground? No. Um, beaned.
1: Always. right before you. The first note I took says, so, by whole bean. Yeah. <laughs> so
3: what they do is they send me a a so I, I have a flavor profile filled out with them that they know the things that I like and don't like and so they send me a different coffee from a different local roaster from all over the country every single like a specialty every, roaster every couple of weeks a specialty roaster. And so when you're when you're using different coffees every, every couple of weeks, you have to play with those grind settings and those temperature settings. Cause every coffee is a little bit different.
4: Yeah.
3: Um, so some weeks it's a little finer, some weeks a little, uh, it's a little coarser, but it just depends on that coffee and you'll figure it out. You know, if, if, if your bloom is going crazy on you, you're like, okay, maybe I need to go a little bit finer. You know, if you're, okay. you know, you, uh, okay, the, the bloom is completely flat. Okay. I went wait too fine. Like I need to go a little coarser. Um, you <laughs> know, so you kind of figure those things out with your coffee. Mm -hmm. that's wild
0: this is wild
2: the other thing is i've figured out on my so my grinder has different settings on it like one through ten i think yeah and that roughly correlates to how many cups of coffee you should be expecting to drink i don't know what that ratio is i need to test that at some point so like if i do a four on uh for for how long it grinds Yes, yeah. It'll okay, spit out okay. that number. Yeah, yeah.
3: M- yeah. M- mine is in, like, seconds. You can't grind for more than, like, 12 seconds at a time or something, and it has a little dial, so it'll go for, like, 12 seconds or something. So,
2: like, this grinder is meant for you to dump, like, the bag in the top of it, oh, and okay. then I set it to four, because I want four cups of coffee, and it'll spit out the appropriate number of ground oh. coffee
3: there for okay. four cups. Okay. Also, don't ever dump your whole bag into the top of your grinder, because it's really bad for the coffee. yeah uh. Because okay. Be- <laughs>
4: okay because
3: the grinder heats up and then it starts to cook the coffee and also the coffee shouldn't be exposed to daylight all day that's really yeah. bad for
0: it I go through coffee so fast so this is a you can
2: see so
1: you leave the whole bag up in there and use it for a few days
2: yeah it, I'm going what through a bag of animal. coffee about every six days <laughs> so.
3: so
1: those beans have been sitting up well, there for six days Jeremy you oh no you
3: no oh no <laughs> no that that's, fight, it's, it's fight. fine um, do <laughs> you, <laughs> you and Julie drink the same coffee? Julie doesn't drink coffee.
2: I'm oh. the only one who drinks coffee in our house.
3: You drink a bag every six days. Yeah, oh, I'm we, drinking it twice a day. Well, we, yeah, I drink five or six cups a day, but like we usually get coffee out once and then at home once.
2: Oh no, and I don't then, ever don't leave my house. Jeremy. And then
3: at home again.
1: All right. Side this. note: Where do you get coffee out?
2: Everywhere. <laughs> Everywhere. Where, where's the best coffee out? What do you mean? Like, if you're going to leave your house to get coffee, where are you going?
3: I don't. It depends on what I
0: want. It's do like, do you know what coffee I don't like uh, for me as amateur that I will what, not?
3: What grinds your gears, Joel? Ca-
0: gas station coffee.
3: What steams nope. your beans? No, I wanted you to say McCafe. So, a, cafe. so um, <laughs> a dollar cu- cup of coffee for McDonald's is pretty dang good. I know. That's uh, what I wanted you to say. And if you have the app, you can get a large cup of black coffee for a dollar. Um, what steams your beans? Pilot has the coffee machines where they'll yes. grind the cups right in front of you. It's, was, those are good. I
0: was getting to that. Those are and good. it has that froth on top you all are yeah, talking about. Yeah, the bloom. Yeah. So like you can go in there and choose your different beans that they have or whatnot. And then yeah. you choose all your stuff and it grinds it and then it pours it. And it's all frothy and
1: ha. Huh.
2: Yep.
0: So that's the only gas station one that I'll drink. That's like
2: information uh, overload.
3: Yes. There's a the lot segment. of info
2: there.
1: I've got notes on future topics. I would like to talk about more in depth on another podcast. And I would like
2: at the en-
0: rabbit holes at yeah. the end of this podcast, of do a them. slight recap on what we've done. Yep.
2: So let's take a break, and when we come back, let's put some of these brew methods to the test. Yes. We're gonna do a blind A-B test, so you guys can do Keurig versus V60, and V60 versus Mocha
0: Master. Let's go. And
1: then Mocha all Master the versus, versus V60. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: okay, and we be all caffeinated, I'm ready. Yep, stick with us. I don't know about you, but as a bourbon lover, I get sick and tired of my high-quality spirits being tainted by plastic or metal flasks when I'm on the go or in the outdoors, not to mention having them spring a leak in my pack or back pocket. Guys, I had enough, and it's time you do the same by jumping on board with the TRP crew and get proper, rag proper. These modern flasks are a perfect vessel for all your favorite spirits. Each flask is built of thick, break-resistant glass then wrapped in a high-end silicone or dark brown leather for that perfect, high-end feel and look that a proper person such as yourself deserves. Your spirits deserve more, and so do you. So do the right thing and head to ragproper.com so you can get your hands on the highest quality, best-looking, best-feeling, best-pouring, best-look-how-proper-I-am flask on the market. Use code TRP21 and save to get you in your spirits, what they deserve. Rag proper. Okay, so we are back. We've got three pours of coffee here in front of us in different glasses. This is basically like a blind, you know, Porn on the podcast, coffee edition.
3: Porn on the pod, coffee.
2: Yeah, we had talked about doing like A-B test through all these, and that's just going to be a lot of Back sounds. And forth, yeah. So yeah. let's just do it like we would normally handle a porn. So uh, the big thing is we're looking for preference.
3: Yeah, right? pr- price-proof preference. Um, <laughs> no, <laughs> this is purely a preference thing. Um, choose which one you like the best. So let's try A. All right, A is in the Glen Kern.
0: Okay, so I've got number A.
2: Did we say, so these are all uh, d- the different methods, right?
3: Yes, these are the three different methods we talked about. Uh, match drip method, my V60 method, and then your go-to of, um, of the Keurig. Keurig, we don't know what order they're in. You don't know what order they're in. Okay, here we go.
1: So I don't want to make any statements until I try the others.
3: You said that like you do want to make a statement, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, you want to move to B? hmm Yeah. The uh, coffee is better hot, so we're going to run through this pretty quick, yeah, uh, yeah, unlike the bourbon where we would just screw around for a long time. That's right. Okay. Here we go. I think like the actual way you're it's supposed to- It's already cooled down a bunch. Taste coffee is off. This of the uh, is glass. a very wide glass, yeah.
1: White nutty.
2: Very different.
3: Mm. Wow. Thoughts?
0: That's weird. Weird think. in a good way. And number C. Number C maybe I don't know. I don't know if it is good. Okay. Hang on.
1: Okay. Thoughts? Yeah, are we ready to talk?
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's talk. Yeah, all right, hang
1: on. Number C was definitely the Keurig.
3: Okay. Wait, wait, number C
0: by the, hang on, the I don't blank don't up? Wa- you I'm sorry. you all sorry. you all do not I want to
1: talk to so
3: you say what you want to say, okay. but don't acknowledge what she said. Okay. Wait, wait. Which one was the number C? The plain cup?
1: Okay. I'm sorry. Number A was the Keurig. Number A in the Glen is the Keurig. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which was my least favorite. Okay. Um, number C was my second favorite. And to me, that was more watered down. It was good, but I had a tough time tasting it. So that my guess would be that that is the Technomaster-
3: Okay. Technoform. Oh. The, the TechnoMaster 3000XL. Yeah. Um,
1: number B was by far my favorite. Full of flavor, very nutty. My guess would be that that was the f 60 um, Okay. But it was by far superior over number A. Okay. Joel? And I'm just very shocked at how. Oh. Uh, quickly they cooled down That is so well, okay. um,
3: um i will say the v60 and the um and the technomaster 3000xl use the same coffee but you cannot use the same coffee in the keurig so the keurig was a donut shop mm. coffee cup
1: but the very, water very
3: common it's it's, yeah. it's just something you can find everywhere that's, i can, t- that's what I we can chose taste to use my faucet, faucet for water in that, that okay yeah oh. What oh, I can That's taste funny. the faucet water on
0: that one. Oh, we should have used something
3: else. <laughs> yeah. um, water is a big component of coffee, it's yeah. 90% of it, you mm-hmm. know. So,
0: I'm gonna say, I, c- I this this is your pour over the hand that one did you did by hand. This is the Mocha Master 3000, mm-hmm. okay? Mocha master. And this is the Keurig. I'm
1: we can taste okay. our water, yeah.
0: In it. I c- well, I'm not, not that the taste is completely different. Mm-hmm. This one is almost raisiny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Nutty. And so I think because my palate is not as 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 acquired as, as y'all's, I'm leaning towards Mocha Master because it has a little bit of this. The, the aromas are better. Um, but it's
1: not so bold.
0: But it's not like, whoa, punch in the face. It's almost like you drink light beers all your life and you try to drink an IPA. Mm. It's hard to do.
1: And see, I like heavy, uh, either like heavy whipping cream or half and half in my coffee. Like, I mean, I could drink it black all day mm-hmm. long, but I would prefer a little bit of creaminess. It's and so it. like, I think both of those, um, number B and number C would be incredible with a little bit of cream.
3: Yeah. We did them black for this tasting just so you could yeah. just taste the coffee. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. That is, so, everyone prefers it a little different.
1: That is. So tell us if we're correct. A punch. Ah,
0: uh, yeah. So Keurig, the pour V60. over thingy, V60, and then Mocha Master 3000. mm mm-hmm.
3: You nailed them. Nice.
1: It's an, it's an incredible difference. Like yeah. there was no question in our minds of the flavor I, differences. I was thinking
3: mine and Matt's would be very similar because they're both It's different. It's more or, different than I expe- expected. Yeah. yeah. More yeah. Grinders, than I expected. Same
1: grinder, same, same water, beans. Yeah. same beans. It was just a different method.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, just sli- slightly that, different. But
1: that was a, a huge difference your, in flavor.
2: Your extraction was much better on the V60 mm-hmm. than on the Mocha Master.
1: Yeah, like and the, you and got and so
2: much more flavor out of those. Here's same the
3: thing, though. That's my first time ever using that coffee. Mm-hmm. I could get even better extraction out of that coffee if I do it three or four times mm-hmm. because I would learn that coffee. And I the can, grind, I could control it better. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, yeah. And, and 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 that's one of the things about the something as simple as a V60 is your control over the um, over all of the different things you can do um, but Matt has it beat where he can just wake up and press the button and his coffee's there. Yeah. Well,
4: <laughs> but there's
3: trade-offs, right? Yeah, yeah, I mean, no, you're no, getting
2: no, yeah. arguably a better coffee with be a effort.
3: fraction of the price. Which we have a drip coffee maker at our house is like the Ninja Cafe Master it has all the, the stuff mm-hmm. on it and everything and like every now and then if I wake up and feel horrible I might use it or something but like I,
2: I wake up and yeah. feel horrible every
1: day. Well, do you guys oh. think do you guys think the Chemex versus the the V60 Hario or whatever you call it, um, they would they shouldn't differ too much.
3: You would taste the difference, but it wouldn't be um, as big as a difference between the uh, V60 and the Mocha um, Master. And, and Mocha this is wild.
1: It's very wild because mm-hmm. think about how both of us 100 percent nailed those mm-hmm. with yeah. no questions. Yeah. We didn't sit there and him and haw and go, well, I bet it's this. There's no guessing.
3: I think I think you guys were peeking. Yeah, that's what it
1: was. I wouldn't even have known what to peek at.
3: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you feel like a little looking at the movie. I'm looking at, at <laughs> there. So,
2: tasting the difference in these two, you can kind of see how it's easy to go down the rabbit hole of coffee gear because there's so many different methods that produce so mm-hmm. different results with exactly the same coffee.
1: Can you believe this though? Because like I know he is usually like a skeptic with things like this. Like, like yeah. is it worth the effort? And mm-hmm. and he loves good tasting things. So if you,
3: that, that's the ultimate question from today. Like, is it worth yes. the answer or the effort? Um So well, you say yes, Stacey, because you're the one making it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the the is it one. worth that's it worth. for
2: Stacey to to spend the time on this for you, Joel?
3: Joel. I don't. Is it
1: worth it? <laughs> you hey, know, on the weekends he usually makes me coffee mm. when he's home.
3: Two out of seven.
0: This. I'm still. uh, I'm. You guys are ahead of me right now because my brain is still processing these flavors Mm. coming out of this coffee. Um,
1: I need to. I honestly want to have a cup of.
0: I don't know. This right here. It's almost sour. It's cooled down, though. That's the, you're getting some of that acidity on
2: that. So,
1: okay, so,
3: that we so, so about. Th- this is
1: a medium
3: roast coffee. You like darker roast coffee. Yes. That is not what it we brew here. Th- that's the acidity instead of that bitterness, caramel, chocolatey flavors you I get with the darker. I prefer acidity
1: roast. versus bitterness. Mm-hmm. So
3: so I like the bitterness more myself, so I normally get dark roast coffees, but right. playing with those light roasts can be really fun.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, 100%. It's definitely and, raisin. You know, I just you tasted wanna, it.
0: You wanna, yeah, you want to jump around every once in while i'm just saying this i i, I couldn't drink
3: well the, i'm not they're, to the same, they're the same coffee
0: i know but this is not
1: the drinking
0: method? like yours oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh,
1: now couldn't you add a little bit more water no no it's not it's not to the, the pour bit, over
3: it's not the bitterness so, so that, that would be changing the ratio um not
1: technically not, not technically the bloom or the, the extraction that, yeah. that
3: wouldn't change the extraction. I could nail down the extraction a little bit better. This one, this was extracted pretty well. I'm, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm happy yeah. with it. My verdict. But, but I think what Joel doesn't like is the actual coffee itself.
0: That's what I was just getting yeah. at. I mm-hmm. think if we had a dark roast coffee in this, that I'm going to say yes, it's worth the effort because.
1: Well, I've the, got some well, whole beans out there, a different kind. Well, no, no, no. Let's it's pour the, it over. No, is this three this, years old. Probably. Yeah.
3: <laughs> no, <laughs> the no, I, I brought another bag today too, but it's also a medium roast. I should have grabbed a dark roast so we could have compared that. He loves um, dark. We'll we do were that. trying we'll to control that that.
2: for all the different variables. And it's yeah. tough because I mean grind, grind size makes a big difference. Water makes a big difference. But the beans, method, beans, origin, temperature, type. Like there's so
0: many different it doesn't variables. matter. It doesn't matter what type this is. The what was accomplished was accomplished and the accomplished meant was wasn't you drug so much more flavor out of the coffee mm-hmm. than your standard run of the mill,
3: yeah, Keurig cup, yes, and 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 that's where I think mine had a little more of the acidic flavors, is because it did have a little bit better of an extraction. Yep. Yeah. So, so that's why you didn't like that cup as much. Now, what is
1: type it, of blend is, was this Onyx Coffee? It's a medium roast, right? Yeah,
3: it's a medium roast. So what
2: I brought you guys today is from a roastery called Onyx Coffee. Uh, they're frequently like named one of the best roasters in the country. Yeah. Uh, you can order directly from them. They're a little bit pricey, but they have a ton of single origin stuff. This is one of their blends. It's called Southern Weather. Uh, So it's similar, like, back to the bourbon thing. You think, like, a single barrel, it's difficult to replicate, right? Mm -hmm. You might love it. You might hate it. If you love it, you probably aren't going to get that exact one again. Right. So what they do with these blends is they look for a particular flavor profile, and they aim for that. So think, like, Wild Turkey 101. Yeah. They're blending barrels to get a particular flavor profile. They're doing the exact same thing in something like this. So anytime you order a bag of Southern Weather, it's going to taste pretty much like this.
3: Southern Leather? Weather? Oh, Weather.
2: Yeah, that's the name of their blend.
3: Okay. Joel, go back and drink your third one. And now that it's cooled down a little bit, see if you're picking up those acidic flavors. Yes. So this third one but is, not, But not like this. Yeah, this third one is in, I think yours brewed a little bit hotter because I had that warming plate Could have. on the bottom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like when we got to the table, this was warmer than this, which kind of gives you a different feel for it. Sure. Um, can we well, do
1: another pour over and add a little bit of cream and I can drink a cup of it? No. On the last segment? <laughs>
0: Impossible. Why would Actually, you ruin it? it?
1: <laughs> okay. I want to see if I would still like the pour-over method bat- how bat- I
3: drink if it. If you're going to bastardize the my coffee with cream. <laughs> no, but, but
1: honestly, that's how I drink my coffee daily. That's how I enjoy it. It's like a warm hug to me. And yep. so I would like to try it with the way I prepare it. Bitch, I'll drink that straight. Exactly. But uh, she
3: doesn't. But I do
1: <laughs> I want to try it how I prepare it to see if I still want to go the method of the V60 for an everyday method. That's
3: fine. Matt, Matt, do you do cream sugar or anything in your coffee or you drink a black? I do. I
2: typically do cream first thing in the morning mm-hmm. and then black in the afternoon.
3: Yeah, that makes sense. So I do only black. I'm like, if I'm going to put all this work and find these really good beans and stuff, I like, I drink it just like we're drinking it now. So does he. Yeah. So
0: here's what I want to get out is if you're upping your coffee game, and you're wanting to get away from you want to do your own beans and ground. You're gonna learn really fast what you like and don't like. Yes, uh, I'll tell you right now. I, I'm not a big fan of super acidic coffee. Mm-hmm. The medium roast. I'm I, that was. I mean, like the sides of my tongue were almost were like eating a sour patch kid. Mm-hmm. Not to that level, but you know, it yeah. give me that effect. Like, you know, effect. Yeah. Um, very very cool. Okay. I j- that's I'm little, my mind's a little blown on the how much different
3: mm-hmm. that is
0: in regular coffee.
3: And this was just a medium roast. Imagine going to a light roast of some single origin stuff. Feel like lemonade. Yes, yeah. Yes. No, 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 it literally will be cuz like that, that's what I started with with Trade was the light roast stuff and I was like, "Oh my god, like this is insane. Like this is coffee? Like what the hell?" Uh I was so confused and then I went to the dark roast and like that's more what I like first thing in the morning. So the light roast
1: tasted like what to you?
3: Oh, lemongrass and orange blossom. And I mean, just, it's almost
1: more like a tea.
3: Yeah. 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 Almost. Yeah. Like a tea, like very acidic and stuff, but you can really taste whatever was in that soil and those light roasts Mm. because it wasn't like put through the grinder. I
2: I have to get into this. So when you get, way down the rabbit hole yeah. which is something Jeremy and I have talked about a little bit you can actually buy home roasters mm-hmm. so you can buy the bag you can buy like bags raw beans of raw beans and roast them yourself at home
3: oh shit so th- th- there's a lot that goes into that because like you actually have to rest it for a week after you roast yeah. it because there's too let much let it degas g- degas and stuff there's we're there's not roasting our own beans give us 24 reload months <laughs> that's, <laughs> <a> that's where <laughs> this is going How yeah blend you read coffee. my mind I'm like you heard it
1: here first give us 24 months and we're gonna have Reload Bagged, bagged whole bean coffee, <laughs> home roasted.
3: Here, here we go. Here did that. Where You, can, you no. can partner with a local roaster and do like your own blend and everything. Where you yeah, taste it's like a sourced and, whiskey. Yeah, I can't like source.
1: Yeah. Do we have any local but roasters? Honey, I can't honey do honey that. They roast. They roast. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. But,
0: but like she said, I that was sourced. If we ever did something like this, we, it would have to be twenty four months because I'm not doing it unless I know what I'm talking about. Oh yeah, mm. I need to know what I'm tasting. And not Joel just would like our name on something.
1: <laughs> yeah. T- totally go into it learn the ins and outs of it and then
0: that's right I'm gonna hike up into the Smokies and have my own coffee beans growing we'll
1: have coffee bushes back here
3: (laughs) (laughs) you're gonna grow the beans in your backyard
1: (laughs) Sadie will be pissing on them and (laughs) (laughs)
3: she'll eat them and then poop them out and you gotta pick them out of her food Uh, there you go excrement Sadie Luwak (laughs) that little hussy like and we're still
2: just we're just barely scratching the surface I've got notes it goes so far if we get
3: into like some like Jamaica in, uh, high altitude coffees, like some um, Kona, um, fifty dollars a pound Kona Hawaiian coffees. They're they're insane. I wanna, okay, so. so
1: if anybody wants to know where our advertising money goes, it <laughs>
3: goes into to this each crap. episode. Yes.
0: Yes. <laughs> well, I want to talk about that because my growing up drinking coffee. Getting all the, I'd go buy the bags and this and that, and getting all these coffees that were supposed to be, oh, it's amazing. Oh, come from from the cat shit of the mountains. And, Mm -hmm. you know, and you try it, like, you know, you go to the gas station, they got Kona coffee or whatever.
3: Well, people but, slap Kona on stuff like they slap Wagyu on stuff. Like, sure. it doesn't always mean it's real, but if you get some real Kona coffee that's been flown in, roasted like that's from Hawaii, right? It's from Hawaii, yeah. roasted within the last two weeks, and then you fresh grind it and make a cup, you will notice a massive difference. But
0: you're not going to notice that difference if you get a Kona coffee K cup.
3: No there's, no, there's no point. But that's what I'm
0: getting yeah. at is.
3: Yeah. That's, that's all merchant. That's what I was used to. And it's I like and I could never
0: tell a difference. And I'm like, what a come on. You know, it's,
3: it's it's like the Wagyu burger at Bonefish Grill. You know, that's not real Wagyu. No. So, <laughs> so I'm gonna like tell you different for, flavor for,
1: pellets. for $8.99. Where I wanna take this, like me personally, is an experiment, and we can do this on the air. Or I can just do this by myself. But like Black Rifle Coffee, something that we drink the K cups of. I I would like to get a comparable, like three, three brands, like a like you said, a grocery store one, a like mid level, which would be like a Black Rifle Coffee, and then like Onyx, like a higher one. Get comparable beans or blends, roasts like a medium roast, mm-hmm. and compare the three types of coffees. That would be the same method. Yeah, with one yeah. method. Yeah.
2: And we talked about doing that today. It was just so much. It's There's so many variables.
0: That could be yeah. a different 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 time. Yeah, that would be a good experiment to do because you do get people that get beans, and like you said, Jeremy. And it's a good bean they just slap an expensive label on it, yeah, you know and you're getting it's maybe it may be a Folger's bean
3: yeah yeah
1: Which, you know. black it, rifles it. roasting their own aren't they
3: I'm not familiar with so, their business model I don't know if they're ro- I would imagine as big as they are that they're roasting because they're keeping it in house he's but, really but into it, the owner but it's how yeah. soon are they shipping those out are they sitting in a warehouse for three months and then getting shipped out or are they shipping out the next day that's because a good thing the, to the look the, into the yeah. local roasters I'm using or I get, I'm getting from trade like I get an email like on Monday hey your beans are being roasted today I get an email on Tuesday hey your beans are shipping today and then I get those beans on like Thursday or something you know like it's that's that that's so cool uh, whereas black rice as big as they are I mean may, may, maybe they're only roasting once a month or so. like I don't know I know they like
0: I know it. they yeah. fly down to Brazil and other places and they taste
3: yeah you know beans. to most, find the beans they want yeah most coffee roasters do that because okay. you have to f- figure out where your source is coming from sure. you can't just blindly order that's crap. like
1: putting your label on just like any bourbon like yeah. could, the variables yeah. are so out there but um were you just talking about oh how trade like what's what's the prices on that typically so
3: um d- Between 10 and $20 a bag. um, And then you get like a a discount and you get free shipping and stuff. So, I mean, on average, 15 bucks for a bag.
1: And how often are you going through bags?
3: um, I'll get one of their bags every three weeks and then I'll supplement it with other stuff because I like to try other stuff too. Like I might get, uh, because there's a few local coffee roasters here in Knoxville. And then like there's some store-bought beans that are good that I want to try out. People recommend to me and stuff. So I'm normally going through like maybe like uh, two bags a month or something. Okay.
0: So I'm going to recommend to people That if you're wanting to get into this coffee realm, like we're about to, that maybe, because this is what I want to do. Instead of going with the high-end bag off the bat, I almost want to practice on just some, you know. Like inexpensive stuff. Well, inexpensive stuff because I want to work my palate up to this stuff because that really punched me in the face.
1: That's a lot for him, too, because he really likes the dark, bold brews.
3: It was
0: just so wild.
3: So um, the other bag that I brought today was from Vienna Coffee Roasters, and it's actually—someone uh, local told me about it because they roast right over in Maryville, just 30 minutes away from here, and they sell it at all the local stores. I don't know if it's a nationwide brand, or, but all of the local grocery stores carry this coffee. The roast date is on the bottom of the bag, not the sell-by date, like if you're going to buy Black Rifle or something roast like date. that. The roast date is what you want to see. If there's no roast date on the bag— That means they're hiding something from you.
1: Well, so here's the question. What type of date are you looking for? Gross
3: date. I want her to ask. But I
1: mean, like it needs to be within a week or two of when you're buying it. So
3: the the coffee needs to degas for a week. So a week after that, it's good for. But then you don't want to be using it six months later. Even though it's good for two years, you don't want to use it that far out. Yeah, because I've got
1: coffees in my pantry that have been there, like you said, eight, ten months.
3: They're going to be very stale. So Hoffman,
2: James Hoffman, who we've referenced several times on the show, he just published a video recently talking about like the intro to coffee basics. I watched part of that, but I haven't seen all of it. And he was suggesting that a lot of times when you see a best buy date on coffee, that's been requested by like the grocery store chain so that somebody doesn't look at it and say, Oh, this was roasted three months ago. I don't want to buy this when it's technically still edible for years. Mm -hmm. And so they'll put like a best buy date. That's totally unregulated. It'd be 18, 24 months in the future that it's way, like spices. It's less well, likely, likely to buy X. Yeah. 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 Even okay.
3: though it's, it, you, even like, though it you, you guys know, spices, if pepper was ground today, yeah. even though it's best Buy three years from now, it's not going to be good three
1: years exactly. from now as it is right now. And that
2: Correct. keeps you from like digging Correct. in the back to find the freshest milk kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. People yeah, would so do that with their so Like with, too. you know,
1: rabbit hole, but like with spices, you know, they will not make you sick. They won't. So really, they just best, lose quality over time. Yeah. Yes. They just it. lose quality and potency. So when we went into testing with everything, it was so different getting the, um, Ingredients from our co-packer and the guy that's manufacturing, we use all McCormick yeah. uh, ingredients. And he literally is ordered, like I place the order, he places the order with McCormick. It's freshly ground and mm-hmm. it is bottled. So what we're getting was literally like what we're shipping has been ground up two weeks prior.
3: Exactly. Which Not that's where, like when we were like, fresh. when
1: we are doing our experimental blends at home, we're using something that sat on the shelf at Kroger for 12 months. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And it's so different. And, and I she, think it, that's what kind of helps our quality, just to like clarify, our freshness she says
0: McCormick, McCormick. our co packer buys spices McCormick. from McCormick Farms. The raw The raw the raw, ingredients. the raw materials. Yeah,
1: yeah. Not like bottled McCormick seasoning. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah, They slap a new label on so, so here, so <laughs> we get
1: crop reports. We're not we get like crop reports from them, and you know, depending on what the yield is, what the weather's like, with the pricing and everything <laughs> like that. But yeah, it's the you, same you know, thing with coffee, yeah, yeah. and that yeah. Exactly, really yeah. happens to make. I mean, to toot our own horn, I feel like that's what gives ours a really nice fresh flavor. They're small batch. Mm. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, we're ordering frequently versus keeping them in a warehouse for a year, six months. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so, but anyway.
3: uh, back, back to what we were talking about, uh, the roasted date is much more important than the sell by date. That's what you wanna look for. So
1: you, you want it pretty pretty close to the date that you're buying it.
3: Yeah, like the one I grabbed today, like it was roast like three, four weeks ago, um, which is really great for for a grocery store uh, brand. Like I would use that up to like the six week mark, eight week mark, something like that, mm-hmm. um, and still be very fresh. And then if, if I needed to dump a bunch of coffee, I would make a cold brew, which Matt and I do a lot, But we haven't got into that yet.
2: Uh, Another whole like rabbit hole, we haven't touched on is coffee storage, which is incredibly important to Mm -hmm. the quality of your beans in the long run. So, like, if you're not going to go through a whole bag a week, it's it's (laughs) important. Don't keep them in your
4: grinder.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Like, long-term storage, I mean, there's, like, people put them in bags in the freezer.
3: I've got a... uh, You're not supposed to do that. You're not supposed to do that, but it's common. That just doesn't sound like it would be good for it. But why?
1: Wouldn't that preserve...
3: No, it's really bad for like the internal structure of like just of the and, beans. You know, and the there's beans is not great for
2: Like it. moisture can get in the bag. And
3: so I have yeah. a use your coffee, don't store it. Yeah. That's the key. <laughs> just buy, <laughs> buy enough to use it yeah. pretty quickly. Yeah. And and that's where like Matt and I went down the rabbit hole of like roasting your own coffee. You got to buy like a 50 pound bag of beans. And it's like, wait, no, we can't use it that fast. Like yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> so um, small rabbit hole Makes before sense. we end this yeah. segment, um, you hear a lot of preppers and a lot of people that, you know, for shelter at home or prepping, they'll say, stock up on coffee. So what are your thoughts on that? Like, what's the best way to stock up on coffee I mean, if you're going to have storage?
2: In an end in of the world scenario, I'm going to drink whatever I can get. Yeah. 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 At in, that,
3: instant coffee, you know, whatever. Anything. we, just, Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, I want to do a, so
0: in recap, recap is really quick. Yep. You know, we've, we've gone through, uh, y'all help me out.
3: Grinders, kettles, brew methods, coffee basics, coffee, coffee basics. Mm-hmm. um, um
0: Somebody's wanting to get into this jazz. What's roughly like if I want to, if I'm going to get into it, which we are, what's roughly you think the entry cost is going to be to obtain this?
3: There's no. entry cost and then there's entry cost. No, no, saying, no, no. So for Matt's I, entry cost, like nine, 10 grand. Come on
0: now, come on. <laughs>
2: like 20 bucks. No, I would say you need a decent kettle. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. And you, you do not have to get the fellow stag kettle that Jeremy and I both have you can get a kettle for 20 or 30 bucks I started with
3: a cheaper one it was 20 or 30 bucks I used the crap out of it Coffee Gator Coffee Coffee Gator is a great brand Uh, Coffee Gator that's
2: fairly write that uh, down this
3: is
1: what's what's great about them though because like I feel like we're getting like the budget friendly and we're getting mm -hmm. like the Mac Daddy
3: but, like, I started with a Coffee Gator one, and mm. I used the crap out of it until it was, like, there was, like, a hole in it. And then I got a fellow because I was, like, I used it so point, much, I needed a new it. one, yeah. so I got a new one. Okay, so,
0: so you could get a decent kettle that yep. just warms up some damn water for mm-hmm. 20 bucks. 30 bucks yep. Gooseneck. Yeah. It, it needs gooseneck to be a gooseneck neck kettle. kettle.
3: Um, yeah. If you're going to buy a kettle, it needs to be a gooseneck kettle. If you already have a regular kettle at your house, it will work. It will do the job. It just you don't have as much control over the pour. That's sure. the only thing. Then you can get a V60, plastic V60 for they're like about eight bucks, eight nine eight bucks, bucks on Amazon. They and, have
1: glass and they have stainless ones too.
3: Yeah, um, I like the plastic because if you drop it, it's not going to break, and if it does break, it's only eight dollars. And they're really easy to clean. And then along with the the V60, you, you need some filters. How much is a Chemex? Um, Average eighty B- bucks, ballpark. maybe a
2: hundred bucks. Uh, hundred bucks. Okay. okay,
3: less than a hundred. Yeah, um, it depends. They ha- they have like four or five different sizes, so you, they they can range. Um, Chemex is for brewing more like a whole pot. Gotcha.
0: Okay. So um, then grinder. Yep. Entry grinder. Like something, uh, not a bladed the, grinder, but the one you're all are talking the,
3: about. The conical burr grinders. Yeah. There are tons of reviews online. And get a good um, one for a hundred bucks. Yeah. A hundred bucks. Okay. Cool. I wouldn't cool on skimp on that.
2: Like yeah. you can get inexpensive burr grinders, but they're going to have cheap, low quality burrs in them. So mm-hmm. that's the one piece of gear. Cause if you get a decent one to start with, it will support you all the way up. Like, really to the point where you're ready to start doing espresso. Like, once you get into espresso, you need some specialty grinders to get it fine enough.
3: But mm-hmm. Yours doesn't do espresso?
2: It can, yeah. Oh, mine but does, yeah. it's not made for espresso. You oh, know okay. what I
3: mean? So, I, I do have an espresso machine. <laughs> <yes>. <laughs> I, I I've got
1: espresso on my list.
0: <laughs> so, we're looking at roughly, our average around $200. You can be in this game and be doing this type of coffee. you got a $100 grinder, $80 Chemex, and then um, a $20 gooseneck. Now, if you, you even less, if you just want to do single cups of coffee.
3: Yeah. Well, no, for like for my setup, um, you're looking a hundred dollar grinder, $70 gooseneck kettle and a $10 V60, still 200 bucks. Yeah. And same thing. And you got a
2: way nicer kettle that way.
3: Yeah, you got a way nicer kettle that way, and you can do different things. And then um, there is so many more methods we could get into that are just. This is the. I want to know initial, about the
1: French press. This, the-
3: this is the initial expense. Once we get into more methods. That money makes sense a lot more.
2: Yeah. Cause like if I was gonna pick one method and not do any other methods ever, Aeropress. it'd be AeroPress. Yeah. And you can get into AeroPress for like 20 bucks. Okay, <laughs> hell,
3: let save it. I don't, <laughs> even, <save> it. <laughs> I don't, I don't
4: even
1: know it. what Aeropress
2: is.
3: <laughs> yeah. 20 bucks in a pot of water. Here yeah, you go. Yeah. <laughs> and what it fits water in your backpack. Are you using at home? Like, I I, I use my uh, my tap water.
1: Okay, you use tap water we and have, you use have filtered, pre- fridge, pretty pretty
3: good filtered water. fridge water. Filtered
1: fridge water, yeah.
3: Okay.
2: Yeah, we have great, yeah.
0: Good deal. So, on average, 200 bucks, you get in on this game and up up your coffee game. Yep. Yeah,
3: and then- the, the, Exponentially. The, like Matt and I were saying, like that's the initial expense. Once you get past that, it's very cheap to jump into different types of coffee makers and stuff, like the AeroPress and the French Press and the Moka Pot, all these different things. You need that- those are uh, all like the, in the
2: 20 to less, less yeah, than 50 bucks.
3: Less than 50 bucks for each one of those. And you, you have your kettle and you have your grinder. The kettle and the grinder are the big things you Staple need. Staple yeah. foundations yeah. to so, so th- gourmet coffee. That's where you drop your money at. And then from there, it just gets good.
0: But, but, think, but think about this. A good, like you go get a, a, a an ex- to Bed Bath & Beyond or Kohl's or whatever. And you get a, an expensive coffee pot. They're over a hundred dollars. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they don't last. No. That's the
2: problem. Like yeah. the Mister Coffees, I've never had a Mister Coffee last me more than like a year.
0: We got this stupid one that grinds beans. Um, it's in our closet. It sounded
1: mm. like someone running a chainsaw in well, our we, kitchen. We don't yeah. ever,
0: we don't grind the beans anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if I have the, the the filter inside of it, if I have the little handle the wrong way, it just explodes, <laughs> grinds, and everything out. Grinds we and never, water everywhere. It's awful. Um, you,
3: you never want to, so like just a weird tip, never buy a coffee maker that has a built-in grinder because usually the grinder is crap and then now you're stuck with a crappy grinder and a coffee maker. That's exactly. So buy we will be selling that separate. one. Buy, buy everything separate. Uh,
1: we're selling that coffee maker. We'll sell it 20 bucks. Who's going to buy that shit? That's $20 towards my gooseneck kettle. Yes, It'd ma'am.
3: Be, okay. All right. Well, ready
0: for a break? Yep. Yeah. Let's take one on the other side. We're jumping straight into your favorite rapid fire and reload recommends. See ya. Do you like to cook? Of course you do. And we all know that quality knives and tools are a cook's best friend. That's why we only use the best. Dallstrong. Strong has the highest quality, sexiest knives I've ever laid my hands on. Any knife that you would ever need, they have it. But they don't stop there, guys. At DowStrong.com, they also carry block sets, aprons, cookware, culinary tools, and even everything you need to maintain a kitchen's best friend. So guys, run. I said run to DowStrong.com and use code THATRELOADPODCAST. I said THATRELOADPODCAST to save on the finest brand in the game, DowStrong.
3: Welcome back to the show, everybody. We're gonna jump right into Rapid Fire Questions. Let's do Stacy. You wanna go first this week? Shit the bed. Shit the bed, Stacy, first. Huh? Stacy Joel Matt, because that's the order you're sitting in. Alright. Stacy, which one of us is most likely to fall for an Instagram scam?
1: That would be Joel. Joel. Come
3: on. (laughs) Joel, do you have any thoughts on that question from just this past week? Me? Did you? you. Get, did you get scammed? I didn't get scammed. You I remember
2: I, that. Oh in the group chat? yeah, where it was like, oh, this person's
1: trying to it get me to right, click on yeah, yeah. link. Yeah. Verify your account here. Uh, go ahead, dear and click Joel. here. No,
3: it <laughs> no, no, no. said, uh, "Hey, dear."
2: Hello, dear Joel. <laughs> hello,
3: dear, that hello was like, dear. life. Hello, dear. That i don't mean, like, that close. <laughs> That's what we we're all like. Hello, dear. Yeah, <laughs> hello, dear. What the hell?
2: Yeah, I would say Joel too.
3: Joel too. Okay, okay, yeah, me. You have to wear the last text message you sent on your shirt. What does your shirt say? Stacy?
1: My shirt says... What? What was the
3: question again? The last text message you sent, you have to wear it on your shirt. What does your shirt say? Oh. The last one I...
1: (laughs) The last one I sent. Podcast guys are coming. We can do Monday.
3: Okay. (laughs) Matt, you'll
0: have to bleep this out.
3: Don't say it if it's if it's your address. It is. It's my address. Your address. You can just say my address. Okay. (laughs) So (laughs) mine was. Over you guys.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And that was to me. That makes me feel good. Uh, Mine was. I love this setup with a picture of y'all's backyard.
3: So (laughs) So you walk around with. I love this setup on your shirt. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) That's a
1: good shirt. (laughs) That is a good
3: shirt. Favorite cereal, Stacy.
1: Frosted Flakes.
3: Oh, oh, man. That's a horrible one. Really? Oh, what? No way.
1: That also is Those so are the best. Frosted so Flakes
3: good. makes a really flavorful milk at the end of the bowl, but the cereal sucks.
1: No. Who it's doesn't so love
3: flavorful milk? I know, but that's not the cereal. That's a flavorful milk. No, it's so You'll good. make yourself chocolate milk then. Or vanilla milk or
1: whatever. <laughs> Sugar milk.
3: Yeah.
0: Uh, Joel. All right, man. I'm going to go Captain Crunch with Crunch Berries.
4: Okay. Mm-hmm.
2: That. I mean, if there's no repeats, Frosty Flakes would have been yeah, my answer. No repeats. Uh, I would go with uh, Reese's Peanut Butter Puffs. Mm, that's you and, solid. You and
3: your Reese's pieces. I love peanut butter. That, that's a solid oh, I one. It. I like it. Yeah. What is yours? Oh, um, Lucky Charms. This
1: marshmallow looks. At. The marshmallows are the best part, but like the the other pieces aren't. Yes, good.
3: the okay. texture on my teeth is good. But the the other things make the marshmallows so much better. Oh, the but crap. but let the me tell you this: the yeah. Fruit
1: Loops with the, the Lucky Charms marshmallows, like that's the best of both worlds. Oh, I've never had that. Oh, it's Fruit Loops mash-ups. and then Lucky Charms, like the mashups that with the Lucky really Charms good. marshmallows. Um, yeah, well, I
3: want to try that. Mm-hmm. You guys can.
1: I'll get you some.
3: If you could only speak one word for an entire day, what would it be?
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't know
3: one word one word for the whole day one word that's it yes Joel <laughs> I love that answer
1: <laughs>
4: <laughs> yes Dave
0: <laughs> uh, I would be uh,
2: more 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 uh, what's, the, what's the thing in Hawaii is like aloha can aloha. mean uh, hello or goodbye that's hello or goodbye yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> aloha no that's Merry Christmas Aloha?
0: Yeah, Aloha. I'm Matt, like coming up with a I great know. answer. <laughs> I know.
1: <laughs> Two words for one.
3: Name that movie. Yeah. First person to guess it. Shout it out. <laughs> <laughs> a depressed office worker runs off with a cult and plays with spoons. What? what? A
0: depressed office worker runs off with a cult. And plays with spoons. I
2: The spoons thing is tripping me up. I it feel is... like that's like a word play of some sort. It's not. It's literal spoons. It's literal spoons.
3: <sighs> I feel like the
0: spoon does something.
3: I feel like it's integral uh, to the plot. I think yes. spoons are required for some drug usage? <gasps> oh, that's the cult. Do you want a hint? Yes. There no spoons. What the frick?
1: How do you play with spoons if there's no spoons?
3: How do you? <laughs> How does the woodchuck chuck chuck the woodchuck wood chuck wood? If a woodchuck could chuck wood, a wood, a woodchuck wood chuck as much wood as a woodchuck could chuck. Shit, wait a
1: minute, Jeremy. wait a minute. There's guys, no spoons. I, I
3: barely followed that.
1: <laughs> How do you play with spoons if there are no spoons? Are you guys- uh, We give, give up.
3: up. I give up. Yeah. The
0: matrix. Uh, cause the spoon bends. There is
3: no spoon. And credit goes to Get Derek it. Chasing Teeth for sending that one. Derek, awesome. Derek, always dropping bombs. That guy. A bunch of them this oh. past week, so you'll see a few more of his.
0: All right. Hey, that, but the, you can talking about. There's really not a spoon there.
2: Yeah, because it's in the Matrix. And yeah. The drill. Oh.
3: Thank you for killing that one. Don't you have
0: a Matrix
2: tattoo?
3: I do. Anyways. <laughs> spicy. Moving right along. Horror, in the theme of poorly explained movies. Poorly explain what you do for a living. Example, people pay me to come to their house and get on my knees.
1: Stacy. <laughs> I I make kids cry.
0: Don't. I play with hot rods of steel.
1: Every day. It's a good one.
2: I'm a camboy. <laughs> Very true. Very true.
3: <laughs> <clears throat> Would you rather look like a potato, or feel like a potato? Stacey. I'd
1: rather feel like a potato.
0: Joel.
1: What does a potato feel like?
0: You know. It's up to you. Wait, I uh, am a tater. Do I feel you like guys a, call do me I, a tater all I, the time. No, do I feel like a tater on the inside, or do I feel like a tater on the
3: inside? It's Like, If you touch me, do I feel physically like a potato? Is that what you mean? It's up to you. Would you rather look like emotionally like a potato? Like it's, we're not to you yet, Matt, so keep it shut. <laughs> yeah, I'm <laughs> keep, planning here. Keep your potato hole shut.
0: I'm going to say I would like to feel like a tater.
3: Feel like a potato. Yep. Okay. I feel it's like it. Starchy. Matt? I, I would like to look like a potato. Look like a potato. Yeah. Look like, like one. You're like round and brown. Bulbous and...
1: Yeah, and I can starchy. feel how
3: I'll still feel good about myself. There you go. Yeah.
1: yeah. Look at you. What is your favorite yeah. summer activity? My favorite summer activity is... Boating.
0: Damn it. Boating. No repeats. Ah, my favorite <laughs> summer activity is
3: drinking. Oh, that's a good one. There we that go. Would have been mine. Yeah. <sighs> uh, probably grilling. <laughs> grilling. Yeah. Boating. Drinking. Grilling. Hey, I like
1: it. Uh, so that's there the we next go. New, I, new, new
3: T-shirt.
2: That's a th- full th- day right there. Start a podcast <laughs> or something.
3: <laughs> that's <a> good idea. <laughs> Stacy, write that down. <laughs> doing it. I'm ahead of you. You're about to get into a fight. What song comes on as your soundtrack? Oh, Stacy. Mm.
1: I really like that song by Young Jock. It's going there down. You be in the, the club. Go it's, going go go. it's going down.
0: No. Any Don't. way
1: you need, a bear and two is going down. Kick start my heart. That
0: intro. Oh, that is a good. One. That's a good one. Yeah. yeah. Goosebumps just thinking about it. I want to fight right now.
3: I would say. Go, go fight with Jeffrey. <laughs> Why is his finger down?
0: Oh, oh he's coming up
3: his He's not as excited. <laughs> Mr. Matt's music. I would say
2: Wolf Mother, Joker, and the Thief.
3: Okay.
1: What? Let's play a little clip. Yeah. That's like you coming into the ring. Smoke, there's smoke behind and The lights are going
3: and everything. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Final question of the evening. Old shit. The bed. Are Wheel of Rubs the greatest seasons of all times?
1: Is there one too many seasons of Grey's Anatomy on?
3: There's like 37 seasons too many. So. <laughs> After Derek died, it was a pointless show. You're right.
1: Yes.
0: Uh, was this po- was this coffee episode was? Pour, I, I lost it. Get it out. Pour-overs are great. Yes. Old Jack the Bed Joel. I know, man. That's that one up. All right, I got to practice. Nice, uh, yes, of
3: course. And that brings us to the end of Rapid Fire Questions. Over to you, Joel. Or-
0: well, that's right, guys. It's time for that segment you've been yearning for. Where we recommend things to y'all we think are cool and badass. And with that being said, let's run straight into... Oh, recommendations, recommendations from me. Oh, yeah. Okay, we're going to do this thing right. I'm going to start with producer Matt this time. Kind of screwed it up last week, put him in the middle. It was weird. So,
2: oh, I get to go first. You're going first. That's for first.
0: That's right. Then we're going to go Stacy, Jeremy, and then we'll save yours truly for last.
2: I feel like I have to add Wolfmother, Joker, and the Thief to the I
3: think you do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, a special ad. Yes. Yes. We need to know what
0: Jeremy's bite song is and
3: put all of our bite songs oh, on. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> a good one. Yeah. What was what was yours? I don't know. i have to think of one.
0: Okay. All right.
3: All right.
2: This week for Matt's music. might have... be the
1: first rap one then.
2: It would. the first. Oh, yeah. The first right. hip hop artist. Sorry. Go ahead. All right. This week for Matt's music, I have American alternative rock band Cracker. Originally released on their 1993 album, Kerosene Heat, this is a song called Low. you guys know that song?
1: I think I do. I
0: think I
4: do.
2: Every time that song comes on, I hear it, I'm like, I love that song. And it's like, they're like a one-hit wonder. is yeah, the that's only the song I know from them.
1: It's like a song that you you hear, you, you turn it up, you crank it up, but you, you can't recall who sang it. Yeah. Like, I had no idea what that was, but yeah. I, I've listened to it a thousand times. Yeah, so good. That's great.
0: Heck yeah. Which guest dice?
1: All right, my Reload Recommends is an Instagram page that I've stumbled upon. And for some reason, there's a part of me that makes me think that Jeremy may have brought it up at some point, but I don't know. Like, it's a little bit of deja vu, but it's called Influencers in the Wild.
2: Oh, yeah. I've seen that one before. (laughs) (laughs) I love that page. It is a very good page. At
1: Influencers in the Wild. I mean, it is just such great... It's so much fun. You just go through it. So basically what it is, it's people that are out. They're at the beach. They're at the restaurant. And they see from afar. Nobody knows that they're getting filmed, but they see somebody that is like doing stuff for the gram, like Influencers taking pictures of products, uh, modeling on the beach, Mm. um, stuff like that. But they have no idea that anybody's watching them. So they're acting a fool right in front of their camera and it's just so much fun to watch. So go follow them at influencers in the wild. Yeah,
0: she was telling me about it. I, I watched some of them. It's- some of them are a little ridiculous, but yeah, it's, it's fun. It's fun to look
3: at. tell uh, homie. I have a new Netflix TV show to, uh, to bring up. Whatever could it be? Here. What could it be? <laughs> it is... Joel and I have talked about this before. Love, Death, and Robots Season 2. All right. I got thoughts. So it's not as good as Season 1. Yeah. But it's still good. It's very short. It's only like eight episodes. They're pretty short. I mean, you could watch... I think I watched the entire season in like two hours. So it's like watching a movie.
1: I don't know how... how, Where do you get the time to watch as much television and movies that you have? And then Uh, still be such a, like...
3: So active. When I work, like, at night after kids go to bed, I just pop the TV on and then just do whatever I'm doing while watching the TV. Okay. Um, I'm the kind of person, like, if I was single, my TV would be on for, like, eight hours a day. Because, like, I just like it in the background. Yeah. Um, and oh. so, like, like when I yeah. before I had kids and stuff, like, it was, I would come home and, like, make dinner, take a shower, do whatever with the TV on all the time. But watch. you're
1: like, I've heard this audiobook I've read these 16 books and like I've been watching James Hoff like you know so much do
3: you know who he is there are 24 hours in the day believe (laughs) it or not you utilize them very well yeah so anyways uh, love Death and Robots on uh, if you like uh, animation uh, Mm -hmm. uh, anime stuff like that uh, very adult content with really interesting uh, And not for children kind of like uh, Black Mirror type stuff um, really interesting watch. Uh, first season was fantastic. Uh, second season, not as good, but still good. A lot shorter, only eight episodes. I think the first season was like 18 episodes or something.
0: See, that's the thing. is, I, it, The second season wasn't bad. Mm-hmm. I just thought they would like have stepped it up because the first season was like... Blew my mind.
3: Yeah. This is all these
0: little short stories and it was great. It makes
3: me want to go back and watch the first season. That was what I got. I was like, man, I missed that. I want to go watch it again. Yeah. There was a, <laughs> there
0: was like a, a couple of them that was like, oh that was a good one. But then the other yeah. ones I'm like,
3: come on man. Well it's kinda like And some, then it was over like that. Yeah, it's kinda like like I think I watched like seven episodes in a row and I was about to go to bed and I was like, oh, I want to see how many more. There's like 10 more left or something and there was like one left and I was like, well, might as well watch it. And Let's wait, wait two years to yes. get them. Because I think the first time we ever hung out in person, I mm-hmm. recommended Love, Death and Robots the first season to you uh-huh. and I was like, that's kind of a weird thing to like tell someone the first time you meet them. Yeah. Like the yeah, first date. Yeah, the first <laughs> date. It's like this weird anime show. Well, <laughs> That and I was the first date <laughs> for your bromance. And I get a text from the next day, Love, Death and Robots is so good. I, <laughs> <watch Santa laughs> plus. I <laughs>
0: Well, she had mentioned that I liked anime, and you were like, well, in that case, sir.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I have a reload recommends for you before that ever is a thing. (laughs) That's
0: right. So, no, that is good. If if you're into that kind of stuff, that's uh, great. I was very excited when it it was dropping the second time. So, Um, For me, my recommendation is I'd really come prepared with one. Um, I've been racking my brain this entire day trying to think of something to recommend that was good, but I think at the end of the day, I at the end of this podcast, I want to recommend to you guys that you try what we have talked about today, that you go out and spend some money. Um, if you, even if it's just the, doing the, the V60 for the $8 method, just trying that, you know, you go grab, it. If you don't want to grind your own, I think even just the expression you could get even from pre-ground coffee using the V60, using a pour over would be um, better than what you're doing out of a Keurig or even a pot of coffee, I don't know. That's just my thoughts. I do. Rec- I think you all should step outside the box, try something different. I'm going to, and uh, yeah.
1: Or you can get the Smeg uh, electric grinder and throw some Magnum in there and I'm get sorry. you a more finer pulse, like a little uh, finer- I would th- not <laughs> my coffee
3: grinder. <laughs> Net, you'll
1: never, you'll always the Magnum taste Magnum out. coffee. Yep. Yes, You'll
3: have Magnum
2: coffee for the rest of your it's, life.
1: It's only for Magnum. I'm sorry. Oh, a grinder
2: just for Magnum. Just
1: for Magnum. A Magnum
3: that, grinder. That get name, a pepper mill for that. That name is driving me smeg. Smeg. Like, smeg. smeg. It, well, it makes it's me think of your sister. Yeah. I'm
1: going to call her Smeg.
3: Meg. Smeg.
1: S-C-H It S-
3: makes
1: me think
0: S-C-H. of, right. of
3: shmegma Schmug. Shm- what is that? What the F
1: word sh- As Cheeky likes to call it We've got the oh. F word Oh yeah Yeah I'll Oh yeah it you. Hey
0: It's time For that F word Yes this
3: week's F word Yes This week Day Month Year Moment oh, Nice This little moment in time Yes the blip Alright guys, F-Word Fortnite. <laughs> F-Word Fortnite this week's Eiffelade is one I think we've all actually made before. It is a very, very common technique. It is one of the five mother sauces in a French cookie. Bechamel! Bechamel! Hey! Oh. It is when you take a roux, which is a fat and flour mixed together, and you slowly add milk into it so that you can make a sauce. This is a base sauce for a lot of dishes. Do
0: you use a gooseneck pour-over <laughs> to, do, to
3: do it? you heat your milk up in a gooseneck <laughs> pour-over yeah. Yeah. and put it in? No. Yeah. Beesh. Not necessary, but you could if you really wanted to. All right, to. so
0: this is we're, this week we're doing a competition.
3: Yes. All right. Okay. Oh, what's the competition?
0: We're all three going to. We're try all going to gonna try to spell it.
3: Did we talk about this last week? Yes, we did.
0: Because I completely forgot.
3: And Anyways, uh, bechamel. Does Joel get first dibs because uh, we make fun of him the most? Of course. Yes. Okay.
2: <laughs> so Joel, on a scale from one to ten, <laughs> uh, what's your confidence level? Uh, negative three on this one. Oh man, that
3: bad.
0: Besh.
2: I would say like a me- seven out of ten on me.
0: Wow.
1: Uh, there's one letter that I'm not sure if it's one or the other. I would say a six.
3: Six. Okay. Okay. Joseph.
0: I'm ready. Right, you ready? Yes. B e s h e m
3: e l. Nope.
1: That's a good guess.
3: No. B e s. Nope. A- <laughs> <laughs> it's not b e s. Nope.
2: Oh, I got it wrong too. Then I said b e s c h e m e l.
1: Oh, see, that's I got a m e l, and I was confused if it would a or an e. B e c h a
3: m e l. Oh,
1: I just I had it right except for the S.
3: Mm. Yeah. Stacy was
2: closer. I would give that one to Stacy. So close, close
3: <laughs> except for the wrong letters. <laughs>
1: <laughs> girls,
4: girls, girls. <laughs> you seen, have you seen
3: Have you seen that like cooking video that's going around where it's like it's it's some like uh, English Channel or whatever, and the lady's like, well, if you added ham to this, then it would be carbonara, and, and the cook was like if you put wheels on your grandmother, she'd be a bicycle. Like, (laughs) what do you want me to tell you? My goal here
2: is just to get it close (laughs) enough where if I typed it into Google, Google will be like, did you mean this? Yes. Because sometimes I am so wrong. Google doesn't even know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs>
3: that, that's when you're in real trouble. My yeah. phone doesn't recognize a lot of the stuff I say, but Google usually does. Yeah.
1: I know. I think of that, like at work we have, when we run tests, we have to type the person's name into the computer and, and into like the little machine that runs the tests. And I'll, I'm, I so want like the predictive text on there. Cause I'll start to write someone's name and you're wearing gloves, and your fingers, the, the screen's like this big. And I'm like, oh, I wish it would, Yeah. wish it was predictive text. Well. Wow. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs>
0: I'm going to predict that we're going to end the show right now. <laughs> <I'm> gonna... <laughs> so clear point. there you go. All right. Well, y'all, I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Hope you enjoyed everything that, Oh geez, I hit my pecker on my microphone here.
3: <laughs> Every time you guys hear like this happening, it's Joel
0: hitting like the raccoon pecker hanging yeah. off his microphone. I have my raccoon pecker hanging for good luck. All right. Well, we love you guys. Hope you enjoyed this podcast and we will see you on the next show. Oh, but hit that subscribe button. Do it, do it right now. That way you can listen to that real podcast anytime, anywhere.
1: See you next Tuesday.
0: This podcast is brought to you by Reload Rub and Seasoning. Head to ReloadRub.com to pick up the full arsenal of our delicious blends, perfect for amping up your next meal. No MSG, clean ingredients, and a portion of every sale is donated to Hungry Heroes, serving those who serve others. So head over to reloadrub.com and order yours today.
1: I see you jumping. You like tear the robe off and you've got those.
0: No, this is slow walk time right here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and now you're pointing at him. Go over you, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> right there.
3: You're going down,
0: Jeffrey. Yeah.
2: They do eventually start singing, but it's a while. (laughs) while. I know that song now. It's a thirty-two minute song. That's a great.
4: That's a great.
2: That's a good one. Yeah.